This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, September 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Students in New Jersey are heading back to school today, mostly online, but some are going into school part of the time. In Pensacola, the district is operating on a hybrid schedule with a fully remote option for students. Educators have prepared the building by spacing desks and furniture to ensure distancing. New sanitizing equipment is being used in their buildings. It's also the first day of school for the Camden City School District, which is starting the year fully online. Now, in Philadelphia, newly established access centers will be helping some students in the Philadelphia School District. Uh, registration is required for students in kindergarten through sixth grade. The city says access center staff will provide registered students with daily supervision during digital learning time weekdays from 8 a.m. until 4.30. They will also provide supplemental activities and meals. Site registration will be limited to align with health and safety guidelines with most sites serving around 22 students. City officials say registration uh, priority will be given to students with the highest need who can't safely stay at home during the school day. The majority of phase one of the phase one sites will be Philadelphia Parks and Recreation Centers. Additional locations may be added on a rolling basis. Access centers are not drop-in centers. You do have to register online in order to drop your child off. Indoor dining can resume today in Philadelphia. Many restaurants have extended their space for the summer for outdoor dining to accommodate patrons. But starting today, they'll be able to seat guests inside as indoor dining will be allowed in Philadelphia at 25% capacity. Many restaurants were preparing by putting up shields and socially distancing tables. The indoor dining restrictions released by city officials includes restaurants cannot be filled more than 25% capacity, no more than four diners per table. Tables must be arranged so that the diners at separate table, tables are at least six feet apart and have an impermeable barrier between them. Uh, servers must wear both masks and face shields for additional protection. No bar service. Alcohol can be served only for on-premise consumption when in the same transaction as a meal. Last call for all indoor dining orders will be at 11 p.m. and establishments will be required to close for service by midnight. I think the risk is when people get up and start to walk to the bathroom. Is there any chance they could put a toilet at each table? Oh, God, mm. ew, that's disgusting. But right. it's, uh, this sounds like pretty much what's been going on in, in the suburbs for a while now as yeah, far as yeah. that protocol goes, which I've been to restaurants that have this going on, and it's very manageable. Right. It, 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 it completely yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Uh, except it looks like uh, they're they're requiring uh, masks and uh, those face shields, which some school districts I saw are requiring both as well. Mm. Um, restaurants must install physical barriers such as sneeze guards or partitions in restaurants' uh, kitchens and at the cash register hot stands and pick up food areas where maintaining uh, physical distance at at least six feet is difficult. Is a sneeze guard someone that stands there with a sidearm and makes sure yeah. anytime I, someone sneezes, they shoot them. Yeah, yeah you they're, they're there to guard Get you. Get him out. When you sneeze. And then finally, <laughs> restaurants must screen every employee for symptoms before every shift and prevent them from remaining on site if they have a cough, shortness of breath, fever, chills, muscle pains, or new loss of uh, taste and smell. New wildfires ravaged Bone Dry, California during a scorching Labor Day weekend that saw a dramatic airlift of more than 200 people trapped by flames and ended with the state's largest utility turning off power to 172,000 customers to try to prevent its power lines and other equipment from sparking more fires. California 
California is heading into what traditionally is the teeth of the wildfire fire season, and already it has set a record of 2 million acres burned this year. The previous record was set uh, two years ago and included the deadliest wildfire in state history, the campfire that swept through the community of Paradise and killed 85 people. That fire was started by Pacific Gas and Electric Power Lines. Liability from billions of dollars in claims from that and other fires forced the utility to seek bankruptcy protection. To guard against new wildfires and new liability, PG&E last year began preventative power shutoffs when conditions are exceptionally dangerous. However, the company received criticism for its handling of uh, planned outages last year. The utility said that they learned from past problems and this year they will be making smaller in size, shorter in length and smarter for customers. That's the situation now in Northern California where high and dry winds are expected until Wednesday. PG&E announced Monday that it will be shutting off power for 172,000 customers through Wednesday. At this point, California's only positive is that it's where Mark Summers lives. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jesus, talk about getting thumped. Yeah, this is terrible. Uh, And yeah, apparently, you know, shutting off the power and, you know, people were were obviously upset about that, but they had to do it. God. There he is. He's upset. My parents are in uh, Colorado, they're not in California, um, and I have some family in California, and they're dealing with this, and they're also dealing with extreme heat, which is not helping. My uh, parents had to evacuate yesterday uh, because of a fire, it jumped a fire oh. line, and it's getting closer to the house. And my, I was talking to my mom last night, and not only is ash falling from the sky, but tiny pieces of like cinder and wood are falling from the sky. That's how oh. bad it is. However, oh. today, and where they are in, in uh, Colorado, they're supposed to get snow. So uh, that, blizzard. They're that, expecting five well, feet. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, like yeah. anything helps at this point. So they right. had to leave the house? They had to leave the house, yeah. Oh, they wow. had to go down to Fort Collins. Yeah, Nick, I saw on the news, a local news station in Colorado, a graphic that showed, uh, like a weather map, yeah. and it showed fire, fire, <laughs> snow, yes. and snow all in the same map. I it saw that. Very oh. bizarre it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. the good news is, they're in the snow zone. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to snow today. Right. Good for them. All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> beat the Mets yesterday afternoon in New York. Gene Segura hit a two-run home run in the 10th inning and drove in a career-best five runs, bailing out the Phil's bullpen to savage the the 9-8 win over the Mets for a four-game split. The Phil's are back at it today with a doubleheader against the Boston Red Sox. Game one is at 4.05. Zach Eflin will get the start. And then game two is scheduled to begin at 7.30. Hall of Famer Lou Brock, one of baseball's best leadoff hitters and base stealers who helped the St. Louis Cardinals win three pennants and two World Series titles in the 1960s, died over the weekend at the age of 81. The Cardinals and Chicago Cubs observed a moment of silence in the former outfielder's memory before the game at Wrigley Field. Brock retired in 1979 as the single-season and all-time leader in stolen bases and was elected into the Hall of Fame in 1985. Dustin Johnson won the FedEx Cup yesterday, tapping in for birdie on the last hole for a 2-under 68, giving him a three-shot victory over Justin Thomas in the Tour Championship. Johnson won the $15 million prize, the biggest in golf, and became the first number one seed at the Tour Championship to win the FedEx Cup since Tiger Woods did it in 2009. And Eagles fans have found a new way to tailgate for opening day thanks to a fan with a giant drive-in theater. The Eagles will kick off the 2020 season on Sunday against Washington, but due to COVID, no fans are allowed at the game. Eagles fan Rocco Galelli owns a drive-in venue about 20 minutes from the link, and he's turning it into a tailgate central. The spot features a giant 40-foot video screen and whole 
holds up to 150 vehicles so families can watch the game as a group while socially distancing at the same time. Galelli says he's charging $40 per car to get in, and fans can either bring their own food and drinks to consume or order from a food stand at the venue. Galelli also says that the place will have sanitizer stations and masks available to adhere to COVID health rules. And if the first game is a success, he plans to hold drive-in tailgates every week of the NFL season. And that's what I have for you this morning. And with that, we're having that dude on later on this morning. Rocco's going to be joining us, so we'll get some of the details from him around 9 o'clock. Welcome to Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. First day of the work week, hopefully, for you. As we had a long holiday, enjoyable, beautiful weather-wise weekend. Uh, but we're back to work now, so let's dive into that. We have a few things going on. We have a new Word of the Week prize, a uh, Pi-Zeke round barbecue and fire pit kit that we'll set you up with uh, from Landis Block. So keep track of the letters that are coming up at the end of the show. And since it's a Tuesday, we have a Tad Tuesday today, a chance for you to win a $350 gift certificate, which is for Floating World Tattoo Piercing. You can use it to get your Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. How do you do it? You text the word tattoo to 39333, and uh, we'll pick a winner by the end of the show. It's very, very simple. You can just kind of do that, check out, and find out if you win a little bit later on. So good luck to you. Text the word tattoo to 39333. Our friends from Deeds and Watson, bring them by some goodies. We'll tell you about them and a meet and eat today. And also, it's the Back to School A to Z. Uh Aha! Yes. It started last Thursday. It's been great. At noon, and it continues on, and I wish we would have I wish we would have just missed it by one song because yeah, I know. we played Triumph Magic Power right before we came on, <laughs> and I was in the other room doing prep, and I didn't get a chance to hear it, and I would have loved to have kicked off our portion of the A to Z with that, but we have a cool tune we are going to be starting with. We're in the M's, and it's a song that features a character from a David Bowie song, and that's all I'm going to tell you about that. But we'll come back with that in a moment. But keep in mind, the A to Z continues until we are done, and it is presented by Parks Casino. So we will get the uh, we will get the pleasure of playing some songs you yes. normally wouldn't hear at this time in the morning, which is very very cool. Uh, so these things and more are taking place. We have the entertainment report, which is on the way, and a stupid question to give some other things to you. So make sure you stay with us as we will be your co-pilot on the way in this morning to wherever that destination may be. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Steven Singer Jewelers is not in the jewelry business. He's in the love business. Whether celebrating life or celebrating love, Steven Singer is there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to do the stupid question, and we are going to give away. Let me see what we got here. We have a carload pass for up to four people for Jurassic Quest. To give away, which is this uh, cool event that's right outside the Wells Fargo Center. And I'll give you more of the details on that in just a moment. Just know that it's fun. And the question that we had this morning has to do with Vietnam. What is the phallic name of Vietnam's currency? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. What is the phallic name of Vietnam's currency? 
215-263, WMMR. Wish we had phallic named currency. Be nice, wouldn't it? I'm going to go through some birthdays today on Tuesday, September 8th. It is David Arquette's birthday. Ah, uh, he is 49. We were talking about him not His that wrestling long ago. Yes. Well, he it had was hurt about... himself really bad. Yeah, I that think was it. maybe do- trying to do a wrestling. Stunt. Well, there's, there's yeah. a documentary out yeah. now about his experience with wrestling. About I guess his life in general and uh, the picture that's on the. Uh, the, the movie file is him all bloody after getting his ass kicked. It's called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. Yeah. Uh-huh. I beg to differ, but anyhow, we'll see. Uh, 49 years old. Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement is uh, 39 years old today. He was kind of poised to be a heartthrob. A heartthrob. Yeah, and he never grew. Then he didn't get any taller. <laughs> I, 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 can I get this role? He was uh, he was a kid, obviously. I'm John McClane. And they were expecting him to... Uh, you know, grow into a, uh, a statuesque young man, I Didn't guess. quite happen. No. In but... fact, there's a whole bunch of uh, TikTok videos that are of former child stars. And the basic thing is, you can't guess who I am, can you? Mm-hmm. And his was one of them. And he doesn't look much like himself. I think his head is shaved at this point. Oh, really? Yeah, but he okay. seems to be okay with everything. He's 39 today. He has no choice. Uh, musician Amy Mann. Uh, celebrates her 60th birthday today. If all she ever did was time stand still. Uh, with Rush, that's right. That'd she be enough. The, 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 back, uh, the backing part of that. I think probably the only guest vocalist they ever had in Is their that right? entire you know, 25-album career. Yeah. Um, but she was in the band Till Tuesday, which is where she got her start in the 1980s with... Um, uh, Voices Carry? Uh, Voices Carry, correct. And then she had a solo career, and she still, you know, plays. And she's a working musician. She's 60 today. Martin Freeman, who was in uh, The Hobbit. Yes. And also Love Actually. And Black and, Panther. Uh, was he in Black Panther? He's yeah. excellent. He's the CIA agent. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he's Civil War as well, right? Yes. Yeah, he's Civil yeah. War into Black Panther. Yeah, same character. Yeah. He's really, that whole sequence with him and the virtual yeah. ship. The helicopter. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's I just awesome. watched it again over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, ben and I hadn't seen it for a while. And uh, man, it's just a great movie. So he's 49 today. And then you have actress Heather Thomas. Oh, yeah, she was a she was a bombshell back in the day. Oscar winner for Zapped. Uh, did not know she won <laughs> yeah. an Oscar for the movie Zapped, but yeah. if she did, good on her. Yeah, uh, she's also in the Fall Guy. Uh, she is uh, sixty three today. That was the time of two Heather's. Uh, yeah, Heather Thomas and Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear yeah. yeah. Uh, then you have Pink, who celebrates a milestone birthday. Pink turns forty years old today. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so a big. She's great birthday for her i like her too she's also incredibly ac- i don't know if she's maintained that stuff but you remember there were about three or four grammy awards or other award shows where she appeared doing some sort of trapeze stuff and mm-hmm. it was crazy yeah she got she it was part of her show her, yeah. her stage show she did these aerials and uh yeah and she was in phenomenal show shape at that time too she's from doylestown yeah yeah she went to cb west yeah so uh she doesn't Get back here very often, I don't think. She hates us. No, I I don't know. Maybe she does. Uh, But uh, a big birthday for her today. She's 40 years old. Brooke Burke. Oh, yeah. Uh, She was on uh, E's Wild On back in the day. Uh, She celebrates her 48th birthday today. And then the last birthday, bassist Will Lee, uh, who had a long time run on the Late Show with David Letterman. Amazing. He was kind of second fiddle to Paul Schaefer. Uh, But he is an incredible in-demand uh, session guy. And isn't he, is he part of that um, 
Beatles? Yeah, the yeah Fab Fo. Fab yes. Fo, yeah. Yeah, he was the, the founder of that uh, group, actually, yeah. Uh, so he is 68 years old today. So happy birthday, all those celebrating a birthday today. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. In Vietnam, what is their currency? It's phallic-named. 215-263-WMMR is number, and I will go to Nancy and see if she knows. Hey, Nancy, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Nancy, what is that uh, currency in Vietnam that we're talking about? It's the Vietnamese dong. The dong, yes. yes. The Vietnamese dong. You have two puts for a dong. Hang on a second. What's that? Two puts for a dong. All right, Nancy, hang on a second. We'll get your information. And we are going to give you a carload pass for up to four people for Jurassic Quest. And Jurassic Quest has transformed the largest dinosaur exhibit into a Jurassic drive through experience outside the Wells Fargo Center. From the safety of your vehicle, uh, you'll encounter over 70 true-to-life dinosaurs while listening to a fun, educational, and immersive audio experience inside your car. Sounds cool. Uh, it's open now through Sunday. Get tickets at JurassicQuest.com. It sounds like the actual Jurassic Park of all those participants weren't murdered. That's true. Yeah. All right, we're going to start with, since we were talking about uh, Black Panther story about uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, sources connected to Disney revealed... Uh, what the plans are for the character King T'Challa in Black Panther. And according to OK sources say that Disney says the studio will not recast King T'Challa. OK. Uh, the source said uh, there's no question that no one else will play that role. King T'Challa will always be Chadwick's role. The idea of looking for another actor to wear that crown will not be happening. It would it would just feel disrespectful and wrong. This will change everything about the sequel which has been announced by Disney. Black Panther 2 is in the very early stages of development, but since production had not yet begun, big changes will be made to the story and the script. Uh, meanwhile, Chadwick will be laid to rest in his hometown of Anderson, South Carolina. Uh, they are uh, there's gonna, It's going to be a private funeral ceremony. Uh, however, his family and friends held a private memorial uh, for the late 43-year-old over the weekend, uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, Michael B. Jordan and Winston Duke all attended an outdoor m- uh, memorial in uh, Malibu, along with his wife, Taylor Simone uh, Ledward. So, I, I hope with the um, there are so many great uh, supporting characters in the, the Wakanda world. Mm-hmm. I hope that whatever they continue with with the Black Panther storyline includes all those characters because, I mean, everyone was phenomenal. Yeah, I would think they probably yeah. would. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle no longer depend on Prince Charles for cash. Ha! Newsweek reported the pair signed a multi-year deal worth between $50 million and $150 million, according to reports. We got a job. With Netflix to produce films, documentaries, and scripted series. And they've also reportedly paid the $3 million cost of renovating Frogmore College in the UK. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, Frogmore Cottage in the UK. A huge bone of contention in the UK as taxpayers complained at shouldering the burden. So they paid it back. There you go. They're giving the money back. Thank you, Netflix. Uh, when the pair announced that they were stepping down for royal duties in January, they said their goal was to become financially independent. But at that time, 95% of their funding for the private office came from the Prince of Wales estate. Uh, their deal with Netflix may involve work in front of the camera uh, for both Harry and Meghan, but she will not return to acting. Both have recently appeared in documentaries. Well, if there, I think it means involve Involved in work behind the camera, not in front so of the camera. So Prince Harry will not be in Stranger Things season four. Probably not. Okay. Uh, Megan. Let's go to the mall. 
narrated a film on elephants for Disney, and Harry appeared in a Netflix documentary. I'm looking at Spencer's. Uh, meanwhile, a new biography of Prince Philip claims a 99-year-old does not approve of his grandson's decision to step down. I uh, vet- think he's a jackass. Uh, veteran royal biographer Ingrid Seward writes in Prince Philip Revealed, uh, that uh, Queen Elizabeth's husband of 72 years has found it hard to understand exactly what it was that made his grandson's life so unbearable. As far as Philip was concerned, Harry and Meghan had everything going for them, a beautiful home, a healthy son, and a unique opportunity to make a global impact with their charity work. He it revealed all this. They have a new series on in uh, England. It's called Driving with Royals to Get Coffee. Like the Jerry Seinfeld, Getting Coffee, yeah, and yeah. Prince Philip is the first. Uh... Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he driving or riding? Wow. I guess he's driving. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so he, uh, the, according to the biographer, he has struggled greatly, for example, with what he sees as his grandson Harry's uh, dereliction of duty. I wonder, so uh, they seemed, cl- obviously, there's the perception that they're all close and that they, you know, there's this familial bond. And um, I, I wonder how much they interacted when they were there, you yeah. know? Yeah. How much he saw them. Yeah. I'm sure he gave them good like money for the report cards and stuff like that. Well, listen, at, even though uh, it's a whole different scenario, there's still family and family drama. Family. And, you know, if even if you live in the same town yeah. as, as some of your family members, there's still... There's stuff that goes on, yes. you know? I mean, it's uh, you're not together all the time, so there's a lot of talk that happens. This book drops on October 20th, by the way. Amber Heard thinks that her ex, Johnny Depp, is playing games. The Fantastic Beast star is trying to delay his January trial date, claiming that he's contractually obligated to appear on set. I'm going to be in the movie. Uh, Heard and Depp have been embroiled in dueling lawsuits since their divorce, and uh, Heard had filed papers claiming that Depp has made, quote, no effort whatsoever to work his schedule around the Virginia court schedule. Mm-hmm. He requested last month that his $50 million defamation suit against Heard be pushed back to accommodate his shooting schedule. This uh, this whole thing is so annoying. If I were the judge, I would order them to get get married again. Uh, The actress's lawyer claimed Mr. Depp decided that rather than speak with his employer to work his film commitments around his trial, he asked this court to uh, subservently reschedule around his employment and the entire film schedule and production. Her team also noted that uh, she is due to film uh, to start filming Aquaman 2 next year and that any delay would disrupt her schedule. Yeah, yeah, this is going to keep going. Yes, it is. Yeah, they just love each other. So what was um, all of that stuff before? Is that, was that just depositions? He, they were, well, no, they were, they were all, they were having the court proceedings yeah, as well. The they were on the stand. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what this, this phase of it is. I don't either. I do not know. Uh, on Friday, Rihanna, the singer was and actress, was uh, photographed with bruises on her face what? when she was spotted in a car near a Los Angeles restaurant. Uh, her rep tells People Magazine Rihanna is completely fine now, but she had flipped over on an electric scooter last week oh, and bruised her forehead and face. He said, uh, luckily, there were no major injuries, and she is uh, healing quickly. This is what the uh, electric scooter did in Simon Cowell as well, didn't it? Uh, is that no, what his, he has? His, his yeah, an electric back. bike. Electric bike? Okay. okay. You know, she's, I think at this point, she's a, close to being a billionaire because of her the fashion line. Yeah. No, it's a beauty um, uh, beauty empire, they call it, Steve. So I guess it's, yeah, it's uh, uh, makeup and skincare yeah. and all that stuff. 
Uh, so, in addition to keeping busy with her beauty empire and her music career, Rihanna is set to premiere her highly anticipated Amazon documentary on July 4th of next year. Is it about elephants? I don't know what it's I love about. elephant documentaries. I don't know. Uh, in This Is Paris, which is set to drop on YouTube September 14th, Paris Hilton dishes family secrets and her history of abuse. We touched a little bit on this yeah. last week. Uh, she opens up about the abuse she allegedly suffered at Utah boarding school and blames her pattern of dysfunctional relationships on the experience. She had said, I've been in a lot of relationships where people get so controlling and get so angry that they become physical. Um, and uh, this is addressed. She goes on to address shocking photos of her from 2004 in which she had bruises, a bloody lip and what appeared to be swelling under her eye. She said we had just gotten into an argument. Now, she's not saying who in this particular um, uh a quote that I have here. She recalled of the incident, I was trying to leave his house and he just got really mad and was just grabbing me and pulling me. I don't remember most of it because I've had worse stuff happen. People believe it's Alan Alda, but I don't think that's... <laughs> no. It just seems too nice. Not Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, she said of her time at uh, Provost Canyon School, I feel like a lot of people who work there got off on torching children and seeing them naked. Huh. Uh, they would prescribe everyone all these pills. I didn't know what they were giving me. I would just feel so tired and numb. When she stopped taking them, Paris said she was punished. She said they would make people take their clothes off and go in there for like 20 hours. What the hell kind of school is this? She said, I felt like I was going crazy. Someone was in the other room. There was like a straitjacket. I was just freezing. I was starving. I was alone. I was scared. Has there been any uh, validation or vetting of this claim? That is what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for other students to come forward and say, yeah, that happened to me too. Because that's... A lot. That's a lot. That's, that, that, to, that's for a place, prison. For a place to be getting away with that. Yes. That part of it, you know, listen, and I, I want to hear people out, obviously, but sure. part of me makes me go, are we exaggerating yeah. a little bit here? Or did they just do away with pizza day? Yeah. Uh, so she kept the abuse from her parents. She told her mother, Kathy, uh, in the, a clip, I guess, for this, she, who started crying, she said, but I couldn't tell you guys because every time I tried, I got punished by them, or they would say, we're just going to tell your parents you're a liar, and they're not going to believe you. Basically, they just told me that so many different, they told me that so many different times that I was afraid to even say anything or bring it up. Not, not to know. impugn her story, and again, we'll hear her out and hear this deal, but it, she it's the Hilton family. I know. It's the Hilton family. You've got some weight to throw right. around, yeah. you know, and you could get out of that, I believe, yes. I, I have to believe now, I don't know what age range this was um, when she was at this school uh, or what the, you know, I mean, because it, it's a boarding school. Now, I can see if your parents send you off to military school because there's a discipline right. problem. Sure. And you're going to expect some type of, of tough love and hammer coming down. Uh, so I, I don't know what but this, this school is known as. Straight or, jackets? Or, or if they were sending her there for that reason or any of that. But I, I, I haven't heard anything about that. So... Paris said she kept silent on the abuse because she didn't want to hurt her image. She said, I wanted to do something, but at the same time, I didn't want to hurt my brand. All right, so she's got to be older. Is she worrying about her brand? Yeah. Uh, She said, I can't have this be a part of my business, and people won't understand. But if I don't do this, it's going to continue to happen, and I'm going to continue to be traumatized and think about it uh, the rest of my life. She Hmm. might be talking about now, uh, her brand now. And coming out and talking about it now. Oh, after after she came of age. Okay, maybe. Uh, Before being sent away, she said she came into her own in New York City. She said, I felt accepted. 
I just felt like the queen of the night. I'm the queen of the night. That that was Whitney Houston. Yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't she have a song called Queen I'm of the Night? I'm your baby tonight. No, that's that I'm your baby tonight. Yeah. What's that song about the queen of the night? I thought she had a song called Queen of the Night. Well, she does now, in my mind. Nick, can you see if there was a song called Queen of the Night? We'll take anything. If it I mentions might, night or queen, we'll I accept might, both. I might be wrong about that. Anyhow, uh, she said that uh, that's where I really became Paris. Oh, oh you know what? You're thinking of the 1994 Mexican film, Preston. Oh, uh, of course. You know, directed yeah. by Arturo Ripstein. You with, remember? With, with the wrestlers. Yeah, it was yeah. entered into the 94 Cannes Film Festival. Maybe I was thinking of You're My Baby Tonight. Yeah. I'm your baby tonight. I'm your queen of the queen night of the tonight. Night Whitney Houston. Oh, queen of the night. Thank you. No, it's... no, you were thinking of that, Preston. Oh, God, no, it's We've right. Got the Queen of Tonight, <laughs> the Bob Seger song. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got the Queen of Tonight. Who needs, Who needs the, the Prince of, of Tomorrow? tomorrow? <laughs> it's a little long-winded, but... Her parents didn't know how to handle her, they admit. Finally, I locked her in a room, Kathy recalled. Uh, I was afraid she could uh, run into a predator, get kidnapped. You know, like a, like maybe a uh, a cougar yes, or something sir, like that. Right, of course. A, you a don't predator, know what kind of wildlife is in that house. It's huge. Uh, fear, to me, she said, is the most powerful feeling there is. More than pain, more than love, more than hate, more than light. Right. Fear. Fear. And I thought this was the worst mistake ever, moving here. i got to get her out of here. But Paris thinks it may have more to do with PR. She said, I feel like my parents were scared, and they didn't want their reputations to be ruined because Page Six was writing all these stories. What a nightmare. Yes. Yeah, so. I don't know if I believe a lot of this. Yeah. I'm, and I'm sure the idea is to get us to watch this show so we can decide for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. But so. the boys is on, so I'm going to watch that. Yeah, I have watched it. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, Caddyshack, uh, Danny Noonan, the uh, main character in that film, played by actor Michael O'Keefe. Uh, when he auditioned for that film, he was asked if he could play golf and he, if he could caddy, and he lied and said he could play golf. But he did actually have caddy experience at none other than Winged, Winged Foot in New York. And he grew up just 15 minutes away from the historic course. With the 2002 U.S. Open taking place there in two weeks, O'Keefe has entered the caddy world again and wants to loop during the tournament. No I think that'd be so cool if he did that. He wrote in a piece for Golf Magazine, I'm ready to take my caddying to the next level. I'm serving notice that I'm available for, interested in, and worthy of carrying a bag for any professional or amateur in the field at this year's U.S. Open. If I don't see anybody taking him up on this. If you were to pick a movie caddy, wouldn't you pick Bagger Vance instead, right? Yes, because he, he had the magic he had way the magic. to bring it out of you. Um, but uh, he said, while I wouldn't be hitting any shots at Winged Foot Open, I do pledge to give advice, both solicited and unsolicited, to the golfer who gives me the chance to loop for him. Full disclosure, I wasn't the best caddy in my time. <laughs> that distinction goes to a guy named Tasty who earned his name from the penchant for wine he had, plus his wicked sense of humor. When the legendary caddy master Gene Hayden would notice that Tasty had been drinking, the caddy would be sent down the hill. <laughs> so how much would a, a caddy on a, on, a, on a level that high, how much do you think they would pull down? 10%. 10%. Okay. Is that the going rate? Uh, I think it's something like that. I oh, I have I, no idea. I think I remember... Uh, hearing, uh, was it Fluff that was, um, wasn't that his name? Wait, Duff, who was Duff or Fluff? I know the Tigers guy, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah AKA the Queen of the Night. Yeah. The uh, you know, the, the Queen of the Night. From the bodyguard. <laughs> uh, I thought he, I thought he made 10%. That sounds pretty high though, doesn't it? it, it well, if, if your take is how, how much, what, 
I hate to throw these numbers at you, but I want to learn what a good caddy makes in case, you know, radio doesn't work out. Right. Um, yeah, I, uh, that's what I recall it being. What was his name? <laughs> what? Just the last time I played golf uh, and we had a caddy, I believe it was at the cricket club. And, like, I'm such an a-hole. I had no idea, like, what these guys... I, I basically had, like, bricks in my bag. You're supposed oh, to... Oh, yeah, you're supposed, you're supposed to, to take everything out of your bag and only put in the essentials. Oh, no. And I had, like, everything I owned in my bag. <laughs> and this dude's like, dude, he, like, picked up my bag. He, he looked at me, he's like... What are you doing, man? And I was, I was like, oh, let me, let me take. He's like, no, no, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, even if if you've got like rain gear and stuff like that in yeah. there, and it's a nice it's day, you take it out. I, I, I didn't know, but like the and problem you brought is your favorite brick. <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah. I was like, no, cat. Then I brought both of them because I, I brought my lucky my kettlebells. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like I that love this brick. Yeah, where like, the little kid has to lift up Roger Dangerfield's <laughs> bag. But like, here's the problem. He, it, that's not the first time I had a caddy, and I've always had that. It's the first time I realized it. I know I had no idea. Like some people, actually, they have separate bags that they use for yes, when <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, I have a smaller. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. If there's a caddy, I bring the small bag. Yeah, absolutely. I had no idea, man. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry to every caddy I've ever had ever. Bet he loved it. So uh, on the PGA tour, it's about five to ten percent among uh, caddies. And um, yeah, so you can make a really decent living. Well, and, and I yeah. thought Danny had a pretty good swing in uh, in Cash. He looked it looked good. Yeah. So to give you some perspective, uh, Dustin Johnson won the FedEx Cup. He won fifteen million dollars. Yes. Does the caddy get ten percent of that? I would think so. Yeah. Well, right wow. here it says most PGA Tour caddies make between a thousand and fifteen hundred a week, but they also make a percentage with the player wins yeah. the tournament. So, so yeah, if, yeah. If, if if they if they get a piece of the purse, they get some of that. But they're also right. paid a, a a fee. All right, uh, straight up. So that's not bad. Yeah. It's good. Well, Apparently, Matt Kuchar only plays his uh, pays his caddy four tenths of one percent. What? Yeah, well, that's a cheap prick. Yeah, he's the cheapest on the tour. Okay. Uh, let me see what else we have entertainment wise here for you. An investigation is under- underway after a woman's body was found in Kensington Gardens. Mm. Uh, that is a park adjacent to Prince William and Kate Middleton's home. Uh, a spokesperson for the London Police uh, said that uh, police were called to the Kensington Gardens uh, seven oh nine a.m. on Saturday. Where were you? I was out killing someone. Uh, to <laughs> reports of concerns for the safety of a woman. Per the police, the woman was pronounced dead at the scene. That's being treated as, an unexplained, as unexplained at this time, but it is not thought to be suspicious. They say that the constant playing of this music probably hid the screams. A post-mortem <laughs> examination will take place due to in due course. I uh, wonder if they ever get sick of that. Uh, Kate and William are staying at the property in Norfolk at, amid the pandemic, and it is unclear if any royals were at the palace when the death occurred. So who's staying at Frogmore now? I don't know. It's probably it's up on BB right now. <laughs> it's on Airbnb right Airbnb, now. Airbnb, so, yeah, so. sure. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Kim and Kanye are working on their marriage. Great, and they're doing well. Following Kanye's public airing of issues, an insider tells People Magazine, Kim and Kanye are doing well. Kanye is in a better mental state. Their marriage <laughs> still needs to be it needs work, but Kim is getting across <clears throat> to him. He's not shutting her out and wants to be with his family. 
Uh, Kanye's I want to make this work. Complaints about Kim and their marriage came on the campaign trail after he launched a bid to uh, become president and appear to struggle with bipolar disorder. I want one thing in the house that ain't goddamn white. Uh, Kim continues <laughs> to be incredibly patient and understanding about Kanye's desire to run for president. The source says uh, she just wants to get through the next few months peacefully. She is uh, kind of standing back while Kanye does whatever makes him happy. She does allow him that latitude. She's uh, she says he can be an astronaut too if he wants. to. Aww. Oh, you know what? Let me let me go back to the royal family one more time. Oh, more. I, I'd uh, forgotten. Please, Casey, the music. Oh I'd yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I, got, oh yeah, yeah. Here it is. I'd forgotten I had this other story. <laughs> Uh, the Queen is opening up her estate at Sandringham to be used as a drive-in cinema. Oh! Yes. Uh, an Eagle's tailgate party. Excellent. Uh, the estate in Norfolk will host the screenings for a weekend. At and the- this first feature will be the motion picture, Mac and Me. <laughs> uh, it will be weekend at the end of September with moviegoers easily able to follow social distancing guidelines. It will start on uh, 25 September. I should be picking my favorite films. With a double bill of Sam Mendez's World War One movie, 1917. Great movie. Followed by Elton John biopic, Rocket Man. Huh? The following day, we'll see Toy Story begin at 1 p.m. with Hugh Jackman, musical The Greatest Showman at 5 p.m. With the evening rounded off at 9 p.m. with the Queen biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody. That but a story of food insecurity titled Two Girls and One Cup. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, what was that? Uh, wait a minute. So they're going to do Toy Story at 1 p.m.? How do you do that at a drive-in, though? <laughs> well, You what... can't see it on the screen if it's daylight. They're going to b- blow up the sun. I wonder how they're going to do that. Well, yeah, maybe they'll maybe cast they... a shadow over it or something like <laughs> Some, that. Yeah. I, I, to me, that seems rather difficult. Yeah. You're not going to get a good image. We've tried. Uh, we have we have a, an outdoor, you know, a, uh, yeah. a projector. And so we'll watch movies outside sometimes. And you have to wait until mm. the sun is almost all the way down before you can see sure. it at all on the screen. So I don't know how they're going to pull that off. Uh, the Queen is currently in residence at Balmoral. Uh, but usually spends Christmas at Sandringham. I would get, uh, uh, that would be annoying, constantly shifting where you're living. I want my stuff, you know. <laughs> they have lots of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Lots um, of stuff. Uh, but I mean, yeah. you know. They, they probably have. And they have people to move that stuff. My favorite panties. Windsor. Windsor. Uh-huh. The toothbrush I use, oh, this is, this is the horrible toothbrush. All right, and then one more thing. Uh, after more than a decade of uh, Game of Thrones. Maisie Williams is playing Mary in Julius Berg's The Owners, which explores a home burglary gone wrong. I bought this, have not watched it yet. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, it's um, it's really cool. So they break into this house. They know these, this old couple has a vault in the house. They break in, and this it almost reminds me of The Visit, Preston. The, the couple's... There's so, a thing. Something's off. And okay. Then, and the tables are turned dramatically. What's it called? It's called The Owners. Yeah. Uh, she said, although being a part of a psychological thriller or a horror is always somewhat hyper-real, I did like that we didn't have any green screens. She spent a lot of time with green right. screens, obviously, Game in Thrones. Game of Thrones. A lot of the emotions are more realistic and a lot more pared back. I had really missed that, so, and so it was. Uh, I was glad to be able to just do a lot of really interesting dialogue scenes and see how the power dynamics between two people and how that can play out when there aren't any weapons involved. Uh, so the owners is out now on demand and in select theaters as well. Is she one of the robbers? She it? is one of the robbers. Okay, 
Interesting. All right, uh, we're ready for oh clips, but we were gonna play. I didn't know what you were gesturing. Yeah, yeah sorry. Casey wants me to play a little bit of this for you. This is this is kind of like Whitney's answer to uh, Black Hat. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want your bodyguard, right? Yeah. Oh, is this from Bodyguard? Yeah. I think it is. It's the scene yeah. where the, 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 uh, he carries her off stage. It's the actual movie poster. <laughs> Whitney had one of the best voices ever as far as a uh, uh, female that, yeah. R&B outstanding pop singer. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're ready for clips, right? Yep. All right. So... An astronaut struggles with leaving her family behind to embark on a new treacherous mission in Away. In this clip, Hillary Swank discusses what makes this series different from other space movies and shows. Most space movies or space shows deal with just space. So, you know, they're just dealing with like the, the actual space exploration or what happens on your journey there. Or, and this is actually a show about that as well as that gravitational pull to Earth. Um, so it's a great love story between all the astronauts and their loved ones down on Earth. Uh, you watch it? Yeah, so we're, I think I just finished the third episode last night. Oh, it's I'm a series? Tr- yeah, it's a series. I thought yeah. it was a movie. Okay. No, yeah, so it's a series. She's also in another, and I'm fairly certain it's her. She's in another spacious. Karate Kid 3. <laughs> no, she is in that, yeah. though. Uh, space-ish type of show but the, this one is a series and i i've um just kind of like stumbled acro- across it the, the other night and i'm like okay well i'm gonna it's watch so this. far it's really good so far okay, and good. it's gonna be one of those ones that i'm like okay maybe i'll watch an, an episode tonight and not you know do they show how they go to the bathroom in zero uh, gravity I'm they have that. not done that okay. yet well, we'll uh, but there's uh, there's uh, you know they showed fire in space which Ooh. i've never seen that before uh away is streaming now on netflix and here's the next clip the Boys oh. follows a group of superheroes owned and marketed by a powerful corporation. And in this clip, Elizabeth Shue talks about what drew her to the series. I loved the writing. It was so intelligent. Um, I loved all the characters. I thought were very authentic and interesting and different. The world was exciting and different. And I loved my character. I just thought she was really um, complicated and a character I don't usually get a, a chance to play. So, yeah, everything about it I liked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had Anthony Starr on, who plays Homelander, last week. And I, I watched, the, uh, I watched the, the new episodes. I finished the, the last yeah. uh, season again and then watched this. And there is his character. There is not... One redeemable thing about that guy at all. No, and yet it's you are just you're fascinated and terrified by him, and you literally you you're watching him for any sign of where it's going to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. anybody he's with at any time could be killed instantly, mm-hmm. and so when he lets someone go, it's like. Uh, Okay, well, yeah. what was that about? Yeah. How come you didn't do what we're expecting, which is to murder everyone? It is. But his his obsequious sort of, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. love me. Yeah, exactly. That's what's so great. It's an incredible show. Season two of The Boys is streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. And there you go. Your entertainment report for today, this Tuesday, September 8th. We are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. The A to Z 
continues. We are in the letter M zone right now, and it is presented by our friends at Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Pennsylvania's number one casino must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So we'll have more of that on the way. Stay with us, my friend. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We have coming up later on this morning a guy named Rocco who has a uh, drive-in movie theater that he's going to turn into Tailgate Central for Eagle season. It's kind of cool. Uh, so we'll talk to him a little bit later on and find out what the details are, uh, as well as Tattoos Day. A chance for you to win a President Steve Tattoo. Text word Tattoo to 39333. Uh, we'll pick a winner later on today. $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. You can check out their artwork, by the way. Uh, visit floatingworldtattoos.com or on Instagram. Their handle is at floatingworldtattoos. So don't miss your chance to win that. Um, we have a uh, chat, uh, a group chat or text, I should say, that uh, that we you know pass information along to each other's uh, throughout the week. And Marissa yeah. over the weekend had sent over a meme. Uh, to us, and it's one of these things where there's a list of stuff, and you're supposed to give yourself a point for each thing that you haven't done. There's 20 things on this list, and I guess it's just a peek into how you've lived your life a little bit or something. I don't know, uh, but it's a variety of things, and we all kind of set yeah. our answers into each other. Some of the uh, things are rebellious. Some of them are just adventuring. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Some of them are uh, genocidal. That too? Yeah. No, I didn't no, see that exactly. part of it. Uh, but uh, I do we want to reveal what we had, uh, the number we had sent over? And, and we can kind of go through this and see what you guys have done in that I actually time. have to correctly go through yeah. mine. I mean, yeah, you, you put it, you, you sent H, <laughs> which is not, <laughs> not a number at all. Yeah. Steve being I didn't funny. know how to play it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Kathy, by far, had the highest score. Uh, I was, was that legitimate? Yeah, I was going to say uh, I'm the loser and clearly not adventurous, but we all know that already. Well, let's let's go. Th- <laughs> you want to go through each of them, and then we can, you know, uh, do our uh, uh, do our score at the end. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, listen, and there's also probably a couple things on here that, that um, up for debate or vague. I well, I mean, the first one in general. Yeah. It's, it, it, you didn't uh, do that. Well, uh, but yes, I did. Oh, you did. Then. Not, but not in the classic sense. When okay. you when you read Let's it, see, here we go. Let's find out. I okay. know. I knew this Ow. was going to happen. All right. <laughs> you do? Number one, and, and play along yeah. at home as well. And of course, we'll uh, we'll tweet this out. Or I'm sure yes. we already have in our account. But uh, number one, skipped school. Things right. you haven't done. Skipped school. That was one. I never skipped school. Okay. Right now, and I, I'm sure you're good, Casey. You you have something to say about it. I know you do. But um, like there were days that I took off to, you know, my parents took us to Hershey or whatever, but I didn't... That's not skipping school. Right, I didn't skip school where I didn't tell my parents. That's what I consider to right. be skipping school. Right, Your mom and dad saying, you know what, you take the day off today. That's not skipping That's school not, to me. Right. What does, does faking sickness? No. Okay. No, mm-hmm. skipping school means... Your parents don't know. You have gone somewhere else. They think you're going to school. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, I've uh-huh. never and skipped you're skipping school. school. Okay. Right. Never skipped uh, grade school or high school... But man, did I skip out on college? Does oh, college count? count? No, I don't nah. think it does. You're an adult. You're yeah. an adult. You're, you're wasting your, your money at that. Yeah, point. yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so then we can add one there. Then. All right. Okay. All right. So I've skipped school. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I skipped school one time. <laughs> and I skipped school one time. My buddy Tom and I did it, and uh, he was so paranoid about getting busted. God, this was stupid. We were at my house. Did it ruin it. the skipping? Well, here's what he did. Yeah. He called. 
the office and put on the adult oh, voice yeah, 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 yeah. to pretend like he was his dad. Oh, my God. And then got busted. And they called back to my house because they did the math. They knew that we were best friends. And they called, I guess they called out. his house, and then they called my house and they because they saw I was out, too. And we got busted. <laughs> That's all there was to just it. Like, you should have never called us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my so God. That's so stupid. All right. Uh, broken a bone. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. No, no. Me, me neither. No. I've never broken a bone. Casey? Oh, yeah. Oh, you no, broken bone? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. What, who has You've broken a plethora. <laughs> a plethora. Who has the worst? I think, Nick, you probably do. You broke a oh, collarbone. Yeah. I broke collarbone and I broke an ankle last year hiking in Colorado. The collarbone was uh, the most painful because I had to have surgery on that bad boy. Uh, and that was while skiing with Pierre Robert. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so two broken bones, collarbone and ankle. And uh, Preston, you broke you broke, broke both broke my wrists. wrists. I also broke uh, a bone in my hand. Um, that's well, it. That's okay. Crazy, broken bones. And just real quick, you broke both your wrists sliding down. A, a banister. A banister, right. Yes, okay, I was drunk. You couldn't right. wipe properly. You yeah. earned it. And I was a drummer at the time. A drummer. <laughs> that worked out. Uh, and Casey, yeah. what, what's your worst one? Uh, well, probably my wrist. I mean, I had it. Um, How old were you? I was, it was in between my freshman and sophomore year of college. Okay. It, it no, was, in between, a, I'm sorry, in between my uh, sophomore and junior year of college. Was okay, it so sports related? Yeah, I was sliding in the third base. Uh, I, I shouldn't have even been going to third base. Especially since you're, you were playing tennis. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was I was on second base with nobody out. I, I, I led the inning off with a double. Yeah. It was a shot. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm standing there on second base. Ball was hit to the um, shortstop. What do you do? When you, you stay were, on second pace. Yeah, yeah. When you were sliding into third, did you feel a juicy turd? <laughs> Diarrhea. Yeah, that's what Diarrhea. I figured. Uh-huh. All right, well, you're so. You're lying in the grass. <laughs> uh, all right, here is the third one. Fired a gun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Kathy? I did one time. Okay. I was with. Uh, Good for you. I was with a police officer, and we were at a range, and I shot one time, and I, I said, get this away from me. Take it away. It, so it was literally one time, and, that was enough and for I you. was done. Okay. So, but you, you officially get I that did. One, So you don't, you don't have a point. This is, you give yourself one point for each thing you haven't done. Here's number four out of 20 on this list. Done drugs. Yep. Yes. Even no. if your parents so, are listening. No. Shut up, Kathy. You what? smoked pot before. Is that, a, is that a drug? That's a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm just thinking pills. No, what I, the hell? I, I, I'm no, I've like never done heroin. Drugs. I've done cocaine and meth and Molly, but I've never done heroin. No. So no. No, I've never done drugs. Okay. So I had safe. I had a pot brownie one time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> That Wait, was it. No. Mind blown. And you were older, right? Like yes. not a kid. Yeah. yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Actually. What? Yeah. Wait, and so you what happened? This? I want to know what happened. <laughs> Not much. I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I, Did you I, eat the whole thing? I, I, yeah, a bit of it. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought it made my heart race, and I just it was uncomfortable. It reaffirmed why you don't do yes, any of this. Why you don't do any of it? Uh, you guys are, knew about this? Yes, Steve told me about this a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, th- I thought we were friends. <laughs> I don't, I don't, do, I don't, I, I knew I didn't like it. You didn't it. make a big deal it confirmed out of it I didn't like it. Yeah, it was yeah. nothing. And it was like, like I was on in, in, up in the bell tower with a high-powered <laughs> rifle. You know what, though? If you're going to try it, that's a good way to try it. Because, yes. you know, you're at home. It's a mellow high. It's, uh, I, I recommend them. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, you know, smoking really, you know, smoking for some people is great. But uh, for me, like, it kills my lungs. I don't like, um. I don't like the effects of it. So if you're going to try marijuana, I think that's a good way to do it. But edibles are a little 
You got to be patient. Uh, yeah, I, I, well, and you got to be careful. Yes, you have to be careful because if you, uh, the old axiom is uh, is true. Hey, I don't like, feel anything. Yeah, I'll have another <laughs> oh, one. Right. I heard a story. A friend of ours, uh, a friend of ours, uh, Preston, uh, uh, said he he was given an edible at a wedding. And, and oh, okay, edible. It looks like, oh, this has been very benign. He was taken out of the wedding on a stretcher. Yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, let's see. Number five has been in a limo. Yes. Yes. I mean, of course, yes. Uh, Wait, can, real quick. Yes. Kathy, can we tell the story about the text chain that you and I were on last night about are you in a limo? Oh, yeah. All why right. not? Sure. So uh, our friend Matt Rovine used to work here in the sales department. Uh, Kathy was just going through old photos on her, on her phone, and she sent a text to me and to Matt Rovine, our buddy Matt. And it was a picture of the three of us toasting a drink, right? And uh, we each had a drink in our hand. We, in the back of a car. In the back of a car. And the only people on the text chain were me and Matt and Kathy. And, and we had taken this picture years ago but laughed about it for, for years. Right. Because it was, there was a, 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 I think it was like a 40 in a plastic, or I mean in a paper bag. Right. And like uh, we had, two of us had little wine cups. Like it was right. a funny photo yeah. that we had laughed about for years so over this. Matt responds last night, are you in a limo? Uh, and Kathy uh, replies, well, if you count Nick's mini as a limo, then yes. And he's I go, cool, come pick me up. And I just finally, I was like, I realized that Matt had no idea what the context of the photo was. So I replied, Isn't he in the photo? He's He's in in the photo. (laughs) So I replied, Matt, you dumb dumb. That's a photo of the three of us toasting a drink together. And he's like, Oh, and you could you could literally hear the bell going off inside of his head. In Matt's defense, he had just had an edible. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Are you in a limo? Uh, Number six is have you ever gotten a tattoo? Yes. 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 I have no. a tiny Flyers tattoo on my ankle. Mm-hmm. That's right. We got it on air. That, that's Belarus. That that's the time Belarus got the tattoo <gasps> on his ass. It got infected. Infected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Nick and I are the only ones without tattoos, right? Okay. Correct. You could yeah. be buried yeah. in a Jewish yeah. cemetery. Oh, good. Yes. yes. That's what I was hoping for. You guys have zero interest? Zero. Yeah, I mean, maybe at one point I was interested in getting one, but um, I'm glad that I don't. But I don't, you know, I, I love tattoos. You I know think what? Tattoo art is incredible, but it's just not for me. Get a huge one of you with Eddie Vedder, that picture, cool on your back, like it. Yeah. Or you hanging from one nipple, Eddie Vedder hanging from the other nipple, yeah. like monkeys. You know what I'd forgotten? And he's was, throwing a knife at it. <laughs> was uh, the tattoo that Jake Matera got uh, here with the yeah. Herman Monster on his back? It's awesome. It's yeah. huge, and it's, it's great. It's a great likeness. It's unbelievable. Wow. All right, number seven on this list of things you have to give a point to if you haven't done them. Uh, this is a meme that's been making the rounds for a while. Uh, ridden a horse. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Well, I was uh, eating that pot brownie. I think we've all done that. <laughs> uh, number eight is sung karaoke. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Steve? Have I? I'm trying to think. I feel like I hate karaoke yeah. so much. I probably have, though. Yeah, I would have to say, like, at a party, like someone. Yes, I did. At a, at a party, a little bit. Somebody yes. made you. So they, I know they, you didn't want to. No, I was probably <laughs> a, held at gunpoint. Do you hate it for yourself or do you hate it? <laughs> uh, number nine is gotten a ticket. I think we've all gotten yep. a ticket yes. before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, number ten has been arrested. Nope. No. So. Yes. <laughs> uh, here we go. 
Well, okay, so like something like a like in like college, murder. I got I was at a party. No, not murder. Stop it. At a party, and the whole party got busted, but we were not handcuffed or anything. We were cited for. But did they take you to the station? No. Then you weren't arrested. Okay. Did okay. they do a body cavity check? No. And by the way, well, then it, it's absolutely no because I. Uh, you would give your name. It was like a huge party. They lined everybody up. They sat at this picnic table outside, and they got everyone's name, and everybody was cited. And I just kind of walked to, like, the back of the line and never gave my name. Uh, <laughs> you can go now, Miss Fingerdo. <laughs> uh, I was arrested. I was arrested for uh, driving under the influence. I was underage, too. Yeah. Oh, I was boy. underage Whoa. and under the influence. Uh, so I got busted for that. That was like... I think it was 19 or 20 years old or something like that. How long did you uh, lose your license for? Do you remember? I didn't lose my license. You were underage and you got busted for your DUI? And you, wow. Yeah. No, I, I got you know points on my license. and uh, I no. think it's it's changed a okay. lot since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think now it's automatic. It's automatic, yeah. yeah. If you're, especially if you're underage. They what found you, you in said, the rumble seat. Nick, you said yes. I did say yes. You need to explain. No, I don't. No. <laughs> wow. No, it was. Uh, what does it pertain ago. to? Uh, well, murder. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it? Somebody. He was getting his Christmas tree, and the park ranger came by. I've told two people this story, and uh, I'm not going to share it on air. <laughs> okay. Wait, am I one of them? Uh, no, you're not. Wait, it's not this, real quick. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Show me that paper right now. You know, it's hard. Oh, that wasn't an arrest. Though. Okay. There were no handcuffs and going to the station. Uh, yeah. That was uh, the police just uh, escorting me out. Of I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, um, this was not. This was not. This the is when I was 21 and I made a really dumb mistake and I don't uh, care okay. to relive it. All right. But did you have to go to court? I, I had to go to court. I got yep. arrested. I went to, to the precinct, the whole nine. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're, the big, you're the big con Wait, on the show. Wait, handcuffed? Yeah. Oh, handcuffed, yeah. Oh, it was no. embarrassing. Oh. It was awful. I wonder if, you know, since I, I, I got uh, busted when I was a teenager and it was that long ago, maybe I was 20, uh, but I was definitely underage. Uh, no, I think I was 19. Anyhow, um, if, uh, you know, Canada is very, very strict about uh, laws like that. Tremendously about, so. You, if you go into the the country, you're not allowed. Right. I don't think they allow you even into the country if they, they will not. That. There's no. got to be a statute of limitations on it. No. Yes. If you're in radio, they will never oh, really relinquish that statute of limitations. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we're halfway through this list. These are things you give 1.2 if you haven't done it. Uh, gone zip lining is number eleven. Oh yes, no, yeah. dude. I just did it uh, a couple of summers ago in New Hampshire. It was awesome huh. in the mountains of New Hampshire. The you know it was like a an, a mile long on this line. It was amazing. The first now I've done it since, but the first time I had the option to do it was in Vancouver up at Whistler. Mm-hmm. I'm g- getting ready to do it, and and they say, by the way, the the weight limit. Uh, I'm uh, two twenty four at the time, two thirty. I'm like two hundred thirty pounds. Yeah. I'm like, and we're going over ravines, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be just just six or seven pounds off the max. And I'm like, is that does that isn't that doesn't that seem bizarrely little mm. weight for your average person? And so I passed on it. Mm-hmm. Claire goes on it. My wife was like a hundred and five six pounds. Her issue is she doesn't have enough body weight yeah, yeah. to make it to the end. Yeah, right. Oh. So it was the absolute kind of like opposite out, right. right. Yeah. So I said, well, I should have gone. I would have collided into you and knocked you down. <laughs> yeah, what I want to do is they have zip lining over is it Fremont Street, right? And um, 
Yes, they do. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. I want to do that at it looks night. Cool. You yeah. fly the whole length of the uh, of the street. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, number 12 on this list is uh, been on television. We've all been on the same show. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Several times. Uh, number 13, been on a cruise. Nope. I think we've all done that. Right? No, yes. I've never been on a cruise. No. You've never been on a no, cruise? I have no desire. And that was the other one. I'm like, well, does a booze cruise count? <laughs> it's very healthy yeah. for you. No one ever gets sick on a cruise. Right. right. Yeah, I, you know what, Case? I think I'm in the same boat as you. I thought I was thinking like booze cruise or like... Um, like a catamaran type of cruise, but but a cruise is a I think they're talking about cruise. cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know on that one. I tell you yeah. what, right. again, I say if you're going to a place that warrants it, like Alaska, for example, yeah. which we were on a cruise for, I can't see doing it any other way but that way. But to me, the notion of traveling to a to a location by the cruise line, you just burn up travel time yeah, and it does me. nothing. Yeah. It depends on what you want because that it it's for some people being on the boat is entertainment. If you want to meet your soulmate who just happened to win the ticket in a <laughs> poker ma- game, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, number fourteen is, and this is the 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 one on the list that uh, that I have a point for. Gotten a piercing. You've um, never pierced your ear. Nope. Oh wow! You've never had anything pierced. Never wanted him. Yeah. Yeah. Not not out of fear of pain. I just never have. You were in a rock band. I don't like that look for me. No, you you were a drummer in a rock band. You wore spandex and makeup. You had hair. Yeah, you had hair. You had big hair. You You didn't complete the look. Did you ever entertain the notion? Not like you've been like a Prince Albert or anything? No. No, uh, uh, no, it's never, it's never been a thing for me. I, I think piercings can look cool. I've never had one. I, my, my, when I first met my wife, she had a whole bunch of, of uh, earrings. Yeah. I mean, she was real. She was a real old chick. She didn't have them anymore. Uh, no, and she had, she had a belly uh, piercing for a while. And uh, they've all sealed up now. Steve. Uh, Except for of- the one hole that counts, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's okay. She's out of state. <laughs> yes, she's, of, she can't hear it. She can't hear it. Right of the ears and piercing, Steve, I've, we we finished up uh, Cobra Kai over yeah, the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And there's a scene where a guy gets an ear gauge thing ripped out. Oh, oh my oh. God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dude. No, thank you. Uh, but everybody else, no. piercings? No, no, no on that one, yeah. Same as you, Price. No, never. No. Yeah. Okay, so that's a point on that one. Uh, number 15 is smoked. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's a yes. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> but I was long never, long. You, Casey, you and uh, Preston were regular smokers. No, I never was. never, never smoked. You, that's you, a, so you never smoked a cigarette? Jesus. You never smoked a cigarette, Nick? Oh, and yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, but I smoked an a... entire pack of cigarettes at once. Oh. An entire pack. In of your cigarettes. mouth with all the lit? Yeah. A Capri. You know the Capri, those little, okay. little tiny, yep. tiny ones? Those yes. Super thin ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you have any Eves that those weren't available? Uh, no. <laughs> you must have looked like a deranged Joan Collins. Oh. <laughs> Eves and Capris. So they used to put cigarettes on the front of the counter at the little corner store near my house. You know, right. where you could just steal them. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, so easy to steal. And Capris were in the front always. So what I'd a criminal like, you were. I'd be like, hey, Walt, uh, you know, can you make me a hot dog? And the second he'd turn around, I'd be like... Oh, my God. Yeah. Damn you, catching your capris! God, I was probably, I was probably in kindergarten first time I tried to say that. Oh yeah, uh, because all my parent, my parents, and all their friends all smoked, and if they had a party, <laughs> there were ashtrays filled with half burnt oh, butts and everything. God. So sure, yeah, yeah, we grabbed one and tried it. Look, the parent, the you know, the the adults are doing it. It's got to be cool. I hated the cigarette smoke so much. You know, when we drive, and my both my mother and father, you know, before anybody was really putting two and two together on this stuff, and we'd be in the the closed car in the winter with the cigarette smoke, and I just hated it. 
I still, I, I don't smoke anymore, but I still love the smell of a, of a fresh lit cigarette. Ooh. I don't like the smell of stale smoke. Right. I don't like the smell of stinky smoky breath. Um, when I smell that, I get like embarrassed that, that I had smelled like that for right. so but every, long. Every once in a while, a cup of coffee and a Capri. Mm, no <laughs> doubt. But I mean, I was, um, I was paddle boarding yesterday and I, I paddle boarded right through somebody on a dock somewhere was smoking a cigarette. I'm like, oh, guys. let me ask you in, 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 in the height of your smoking, did you ever do the romantic light the two cigarettes and hand one over to someone you were with? Probably. Sure. Probably. And did the guy appreciate it? Oh, no doubt. And I probably did do it for a guy. <laughs> I hate the smell of smoke. I think it is absolutely disgusting. Like, despise it. I used to get headaches from it. Like, when people were allowed to smoke inside restaurants and stuff Let like that. Let me guess. But you like the look of people smoking. No, no, no. no. Okay. But I, I lived with a smoker. My, my roommate in college was a smoker. And uh, I remember having a cigarette with her one time and thinking, I can easily see how this is addictive and why she why she can't quit. And I never had another one because it, it scared me. Yeah, yeah I could yeah. see that myself getting addicted to it. And I was like, absolutely not. Speaking of that, there is there is a place. I guess it's it's near Bryn Mawr. It's on it's 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 a tobacconist. And um, they, I remember buying cigars for Bill Weston from this place, and it's a really well laid out place. It's a top, apparently a top cigar store, but the pictures outside are sort of yeah. artsy pictures yeah. of the most unattractive people smoking cigars that you've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, but those seen. are the best cigar makers in the world. They're I, like, you know, but people I mean, from Jesus like, Christ, you're yeah. looking at. Why would I ever do this? <laughs> All right, number 16 on this list of things that you give yourself a point for each time you haven't, if you've never done this, uh, met a celebrity. Yes. One of the perks of the job. Yes, uh, Kathy's Um, favorite celebrity, David Faustino. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 17 is been skydiving. No. Nope. Yes. Yeah. And Nick, yes. Yeah, I have uh, no interest and for Marissa, you guys. Yes. No yeah. interest whatsoever. I've done indoor skydiving, but that doesn't count. No. So, no. Um, y- y- uh, listen, again, I, um, it's just on bucket list uh, yeah. l- items. It's just I have no fascination with it. I'll do other stuff. I did it 13 years ago in, in Jersey. I think the same place as you and uh, 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 Preston Casey. But um, No, I, I did mine skydive Jersey Shore. Oh, that's right. I yeah. did the one in Williamstown. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Cross Keys. What cross, is that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, cross, yes. Yeah, um, but I would like, uh, I did it 13 years ago, and then I was like, you know what? I've done it. I never really need to do it again. And But lately, I've kind of like thought Uh-oh. about doing it again. No yeah, kid, yeah, You're getting the itch. It's just, it's Go a cool it. thing. And, um, and we've talked about it a few times on the air. It's... Um, you know, people and Preston, I think you've described it this way as, as well as like people ask what it feels like. It feels like you're jumping out of a plane. It's really cold. And then uh, and then you're free falling and then the the shoot goes. But it's, it's like a neat experience. Preston, the way you recount it is enough. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> I jumped once, hated it, decided oh, I need to try this again to make sure. Yeah. Decided, yes, you hate it. It was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, no, and I don't describe it as jumping out of a plane. I describe it as falling to the ground really effing okay. fast. Yes. Like, I, I was initially thinking, I'm flying. <laughs> Yay! I'm, I'm Tinkerbell. I'm free. I jumped out. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is a fall, man! I'm gonna die! <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing serene about it at all. It's <laughs> It's 
You can't breathe. It's cold. It's but listen. If you if you like that thrill, I can see one hundred percent why it is so addicting. Because there ain't nothing else like it, man. Yeah. There's nothing else like it. So if you if you dig that, rock on. My, but it was not my cup of tea. My brother-in-law really got caught up, and I think really? something like a thousand skydives. Oh my goodness! And then uh, at a certain point, realized that the odds are something's going to happen. And so, uh, and he didn't want to get to that point, so he stopped. I mean, he he would roll his own shoot. Wow. He would do everything. And he said, okay, I'm now playing with fire. Uh, all right, so that's number 17 on the list. There's only three more to go. Uh, have you ever had a one-night stand? Yes. No. Yes. Never no. no. Yes. Okay. You want to? Get the hell out of here. It's not too late. You still have one to the yeah, list. Yeah. God. What? All right. Uh, I'd rather do drugs. <laughs> You've done drugs. Yeah, well, yeah. One can lead to the other. Yeah. yeah. How about this? Nick, you're so hot. <laughs> By the way, Kathy had eight that she answered yes to on this list. I had one. Uh, so, uh, Kathy, how about this? Skinny dipped. I, tr- I thought about it and... I don't think there's ever been a time that I've gone Not skinny dipping. A, even like in a pool by your on a nope. on vacation with the husband. No, nope. oh, dude, I skinny dip now in yeah. my pool in your neighbor's pools. <laughs> I mean, I I probably skinny dip for the first time when I was a kid. Okay. You know, yeah, like my neighbor's pool. You get that up. spot right up next to the uh, water exchange. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the pool, pool giving you a hand job. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. it is kind of freeing. There's something really it's great. nice about it. I yeah. mean, it's the yeah. way it's the way you live the yeah. first eight ni- and a half months, eight nine months of your life. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the last one on this is uh, is been drunk. So uh, no, Steve, I think you're the only no in the room. Oh, so wow. today, <laughs> so so Kathy had Kathy had an eight. eight yeah. I had a, a one. Nick, what did you come back Wait, well, with? I'm sorry. What was your one, Preston? Uh, I've n- never had a piercing. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's I, the only one. I had that one. I had, uh, I've never been on a cruise, and then I've never gotten a tattoo, so three. All right. And Casey? I had three. Skipped school, been arrested, and been on a cruise. Okay. Now, Marissa had to take off. She wasn't feeling well, so I'm curious what her one was, because she said the same thing, one. And maybe she's never been on a cruise. Because everything else, I think she's done here, probably skydiving. No, she's done skydiving. Yeah, she, she has. Has she? Yeah. Um, they pushed her out. Of oh the yeah, plane. no, she loved it. Yeah, uh, but she recall. can just jump out without a shoe. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a flying yeah, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> she's so light and yeah. Uh, but yeah, she has tattoo, right? Does she have a tattoo? Yeah, she has tattoo. Does she? Yeah, yeah she has she, the stars yeah. on her. On her lower butt. back, there's an arrow pointing out. It says, lucky you. Oh. <laughs> no, it's like on her pelvis. <laughs> she got it uh, here with the previous morning show. I don't know if she's broken a bone, fired a gun, been arrested. She's well, she going. Maybe, maybe, arre- maybe she's never been arrested. I'm not really sure. Uh, but it, it's an interesting peek on uh, what kind of life you've led. I'm sure there's other ones that are like this, because this certainly isn't everything that's either exciting or a little salacious. Or it, It's a random choice. Kathy, yeah. how many did you end up with? Wait, I hope her parents know about the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Right. Sorry. They do now. <laughs> it was on oh, air. I just told her mom. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was on air. It was, it was, okay. it was with right. the, the last morning show. All right, all right. Okay, okay. Uh, Kathy had an eight. And I had a six. Yep. So, Kathy? The one thing that I would do on this list oh, that I drugs. Mm-hmm. No, a one-night stand. No. <laughs> <laughs> Zip lining. Okay. I, I would do that. If I had the opportunity to do that, I think I would be okay with it. I bet you your son would love it. 
Well, oh, he's yeah. done it, right, at uh, Elmwood Park Zoo? No, we've never, <gasps> never done, done that. I know, uh, they, and they, I really want him to do fun. it. It's fun. Yeah, I they, think they, this They fall. have a good one there. It's uh, excellent. It goes back into the woods. It also goes over the, the buffalo enclosure and, and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, do you know I they're extending that. that, and they're extending, so there's a lot of land that's next to it that's mm-hmm. undeveloped. They're extending that, and they're going to be bringing on, this is the, the, the rumor, uh, Tigers. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Wow. Cool. Spring Mountain has a good one, too. Okay. So, so you've got plenty of options yeah, yeah, yeah. in okay. the area. But you should do that, Kathy. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to. Um, all right. Interesting little peek into our personal worlds and hopefully yours as well. So I'm sure we've, yeah, we posted this on our Twitter account if you want to go through and get your own tally of uh, excitement in your life. Who knew Nick was a convict? I didn't know. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, Can't wait to get the story. Speaking of tattoos, we have a President Steve tattoo. A chance for you to win on Tattoo Tuesday. Text the word tattoo to 39333. By the end of the show, we will have a winner, and that's courtesy of our friends uh, at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, and they are located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. We're coming back with some wild stories from the Bizarre File to share, so stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. I want to thank our friends from uh, Deeds and Watson for bringing by some grub today. Your local Deeds and Watson real Philly delis like uh, Bruno's Bakery and Carmen's Deli in Haddon Heights. That's one place, by the way. Two names, oh, yeah. one place. Yeah. And uh, Carollo's Family Restaurant and Pizzeria in Franklinville. Oh, yeah. They are open for takeout. You can taste four generations of family recipes. Made with love and show your support for local businesses, realphillydelic.com, and make it your regular Saturday night thing if you want to. Oh, yeah. I added that. It's going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. <laughs> uh, let's do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right. Brought to you by Cinch, the propane tank. Home delivery service. It brings propane right to your doorstep. You can place your order at cinch.com. We'll start in Spain. I handed this story to my wife and I said, just read the first line of this story. All right. And she did. And then she gave me this look like, you got to be kidding me. A woman who glued up her own vagina in a desperate bit to try and frame her ex for the crime has been sentenced to 10 years in prison. Right? Mm -hmm. Vanessa Gesto accused former boyfriend Ivan Rico of kidnapping her outside her home, later abandoning her while semi-naked after squeezing super glue into her private parts. I would have used gorilla glue. Yeah, her story began to unravel... When investigators uncovered footage from a Chinese-run supermarket showing Gesto buying the glue and a quote-unquote kidnap kit, including knives that she used to harm herself. This is insane. uh, Police also discovered the only vehicle filmed passing the spot where she claimed to have been assaulted and then uh, tortured was a council bin truck, not the black car she had been abducted (laughs) in that she said she had been abducted in. Every time she queefs, her bangs lift up. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Rico spent uh, several days on remand in prison before the attempts by Gesto, who was dubbed the glue liar in Spain. (laughs) They're very creative over there. Where the crime took place became apparent. A court convicted her of two counts of making up a crime and jailed her for 10 years. She was also ordered to pay about $30,000 in compensation. So surgically, are there any lingering? Because you can separate it, but there's got to be 
long-lasting effects to that, right? They didn't indicate in the story if she was harmed uh, because of that. Uh, Gesto's original lawyer, Amelia Esteban, cut ties with her former client after an emergency had tried to frame uh, someone else over the made-up crime. Man! A Western Australian woman's $26,000 designer handbag made of alligator skin was confiscated and destroyed by customs in Perth because she failed to buy a $70 permit to allow its importation. (laughs) Once again, this purse was $26,000. And they destroyed it? They destroyed it. The luxury item, which the woman bought from a St. Laurent uh, boutique in France was seized by Australian Border Force officials due to trade laws in place to protect wild animals. For $26,000, I'd just say, okay, I'm not coming through the border. I'd take another flight somewhere else and figure it out. Yeah, allig- Or if you just used a Wawa bag, you'd be fine. <laughs> Alligator skin items are allowed to cross Australian borders, but are strictly regula- regulated through the uh, Convention on International Trade and Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora, which aims to protect species... That may be exploited by illegal trade. $26,000. Demand for reptile skin is bolstered by the fashion industry in the U.S. and Europe, which many animals uh, remain, uh, many animal items remain uh, legal. Uh, the importer of the handbag had arranged an export permit from France, but the woman who bought the bag did not apply for an import permit from the Australian Management oh Authority. That's kind of confusing, right? Permits are needed for both the exporting country and the importing country. Uh, even though the bag was destroyed, the woman narrowly escaped paying a fine for not having a permit. Can't but, you just, could you just package it up and send it? Well, that's what I was wondering, but maybe by the time you get to where you are you in the whole customs process. Do you, uh, there are there's, things. There's like a null zone. There's like an yeah. in-between zone where you're like. You're a man or woman without a country. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to even tell you how many times I've had cocaine seized from my luggage. It's like, how well, How am I supposed to get this through? Uh, she would have been able to keep the bag had she applied for the permit, which would have cost her $70. Federal Environment. Oh, my God. Uh, an idiot. Minister <laughs> Suzanne Lay said that it was a costly reminder for importers to ensure that they have the correct permits when importing products into the country. I'd say so. Don't you hate when they start handing out those things in the, in the flight and you don't have a pen? Yeah. Fill yeah. this up. Oh, man. A man has blown up part of his house in France. <laughs> he was trying to swat a fly when it happened. What, with the lit stick of dynamite? Uh, the man who's in his 80s was about to uh, have his dinner when he became irritated by a fly buzzing around him. So he picked up an electric racket designed to kill bugs Yeah, yeah. and start swatting at it, but a gas canister was leaking in his home, and he did not know it. Well, that's how you find out. A reaction between the racket and the gas caused an explosion, destroying the kitchen and partly damaging the roof of the home. According to local media, the unnamed man had a lucky escape, sustaining just a burn to the hand. However, the fate of the fly is not known. I'm so lucky. Uh, The man has since checked into a local campsite while his uh, family repair the house. That's like me going after a fly in the house. It becomes a death mission. Yeah. You're a predator. Yes. You're going down, you bastard. Forget it. Especially ones that land on the TV while you're trying to watch it. I will do whatever it takes. Have you seen the ones that are the, it's it's basically looks like the the stationary tennis racket on a stand that rotates around, you put it in your house. No. And it's, it's meant for that zapping purpose. Oh, yeah. So it, Instagram. Does it draw them into it? Draws it draws them in because there is a light on the inside of the quote-unquote tennis racket. Ah. Okay. And once it passes through the field, it zaps them. I love it. Yep. I have to get one of those. 
A Kentucky driver was pulled over last Wednesday after police officers noticed something was a little bit off about his particular license plate. The driver had apparently thought he could get away with drawing his own license plate. And he did the logo and everything. everything. Yeah. Uh, but he forgot one thing. The registration sticker. Uh-huh. After more investigation, officers learned that the driver also had no insurance and was driving on a suspended license. He couldn't draw that stuff as well? The bizarre interaction took place in a small town in northern Kentucky. The driver's identity was not released. It actually looks... Well... If you were at a distance, it might look legit. But he he did the fonts of the of the uh, uh, of all of the it's letters beautiful. and everything. But uh, the Millersburg Police Department offered a pro tip: the drivers hoping to get away with drawing their own license plate. Don't forget to draw the registration sticker. Is what they posted. Registration stickers are no longer required in PA, are they? Uh, right. Yeah, I guess not. Right? No, we don't like the ones on the license plate. Right? Yeah, yeah we don't get them anymore. People were clipping them off. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, they actually take metal Tin snips, snips yeah. and uh, and cut off that corner of the license plate and then take the uh, the sticker, yeah. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you right now. Uh, we're going to take a break. Oh, not before I mention this, we have a new Daily Rush video. Uh, it is up and ready for your consumption. The video is called Sharp Dressed Show. It says, the pandemic is causing dress codes to relax. We always dress to impress with our hats and our superhero T-shirts. You can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline, Philly Fishdown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off. Cheer from your favorite seat and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Steve sent me this story this morning, and so did Kathy. Made me smile. And we could all use something to smile about right now. Uh, jelly bellies, you know, the jelly beans. Yes. Um, I remember when those when those came on the scene. It was Were you a big time. fan? I was because of... All the, the variety of uh, flavors. Mm-hmm. Right. Up until then, jelly beans were just, you had like, you know, you had the horrible abomination that is the licorice flavored oh, jelly beans. That's the best flavored one. Uh, some people love them. I hate But I mean, you know, there was lemon, lime, orange, cherry. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they started coming out with all these really cool flavors. Anything from... You know, kiwi to coconut, to whatever. It was a little bit, a little bit more of a like. Yeah. I've never been a jelly bean fan, but I agree. When they opened up the um, the menu roster, I found a few more that I could enjoy. So je- the founder of Jelly Belly announced a series of nationwide treasure hunts with an entire candy factory serving as the grand grand prize. What, what? And you know what this is? It's Willy Wonka. It's Willy freaking Wonka. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. David Klein, who founded the California Confectionery, announced the contest inspired by Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and the film adaptations on a new dedicated website. Gold tickets in the form of a necklace <laughs> with a verifiable tag and code will be hidden throughout the U.S., Klein had said, and the necklace finders will receive $5,000, but the grand prize will be won by one lucky candy lover. He said, 
in a statement, we are going to have the ultimate treasure hunt where the winner will be receiving a key to one of our candy factories. And it's ingenious (laughs) because uh, they're hidden in already buried coffins. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Already buried coffins. So, I mean, you know, how many cemeteries are there around the country? Uh, The big winner will receive a Candyman Kitchens location in Florida. I don't know what Candyman Kitchens are. Uh, do we? Is is that like a like a franchise? Um, it says a factory, so, so I don't know. Perhaps it, the candy is produced at a. Do they produce them? I I'm woefully ignorant when it comes to the jelly. It sounds candy industry. It sounds like a a franchise, but right. I, whether it is or not, I, I want I, a Willy Wonka factory with dwarfs and the whole thing. Yeah, you want to have your own balloon? Absolutely. <laughs> However he calls them, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, so the big winner, what's that? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Klein who sold, who sold Jelly Belly in 1980, uh, said the contest is also a celebration of his retirement, uh, similar to the fictional candy kingpin, Willy Wonka. I mean, when, when they walk into that giant room that everything is edible and Augustus goes into the chocolate river, like... You know, I was as a kid. I watched that. Even as an adult, it can sort of bring me back to that time. Like that was amazing. It was I, magic. I just, it was magic. I yeah. wish that really, really to existed. A, even yeah. if it was just the idea of a candy factory, even like the the Kit Kat factory that they show in the commercials. Mm-hmm. You know that I'm, is is obviously uh, uh, doesn't exist that way. But anything like that to have a candy factory would be would be. Uh, a dream come true. So here's now. I don't have all the details on how this is going to work, but uh, Klein is limiting the number of participants in the contest. It costs fifty dollars uh, for treasure hunters to receive their state's riddle. So I guess I don't know if it's going to be in all fifty states or not, but I guess each state will have a necklace. Is that hidden somewhere? Is that a lottery? If you do it that way. If you're if if you charge people to participate in the no. contest, no, because it's not luck of the draw. It's not luck of the draw. You get you get a clue, and right. then you have to go find it for fifty bucks. Yeah. Huh. Um. So the first <laughs> riddle will be released in Georgia at the end of September. So there's a little time to get started. What if you get it? It's like a sweatshop. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, where you win the factory, yeah, right? Like like poor Vietnam, like Vietnamese children. There we go. I may have to do this. Uh, now, I don't think I'll be any good at it. You're a good riddle uh, solver. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> uh, now, I'm not that, I'm not that, with the help Classified of my... Classified as a good riddle <laughs> With the help of my family, we, we might be able to pull something like that off. But I think, I'm, I'm game. You know I love stuff like this. Yeah. Escape rooms and... And uh, we love creating games and scavenger sure. hunts and things along those lines. Do they suggest what kind, the nature of the riddle? No. Okay. Nothing. 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 At all. So, Not a thing. Oh, you have to. Pay, you have to pay you fifty bucks for it. Nothing. Nothing, sir. Nothing. Sir. <laughs> nothing. Well, when does he get it? He doesn't. Why not? Because he broke the rules. By the way, nothing. It, it, yeah. Could you imagine if Ram- Rambo was <laughs> Willy Wonka? You got nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. You, you screwed up the entire factory. What rules? You drank the magic drink. Say <laughs> they rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir. Wrong. 
Under Section 37B of the contract signed by him, it states quite clearly that all offers shall become null and void if, and you can read it for yourself in this photostatic copy, I, the undersigned, shall forfeit all rights, privileges, and licenses herein and herein contained, etc., etc., fax mentis incendium gloria calpum, etc., etc., memo bis punitor delicatum. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Damn. Yeah. Both can go to hell. <laughs> Both of you, you little jerk off, and you, you old fool. You couldn't buy four more beds? <laughs> you right. dumbass! Go to hell! Maybe he has a full meltdown. <laughs> you are pieces of crap! Pulls out a gun. Wow. Get out! <laughs> Get the F out! By the way... But- by the way, there's a Steve Casey had uh, found the audio. There's a um, oh. there's a short video on YouTube. <laughs> it's our favorite. <laughs> it's the end of the movie where they're in the Wonka Vader, and he tells uh, Charlie to push the red button. Right. What does it do? And uh, nobody knows what it does. And there's a great video. <laughs> it explodes. It blows up the whole factory. And this is the audio from it. Go ahead, Charlie. <laughs> Me. It never, ever gets old. I Play it again. Okay, I it. There it goes. What the? And the explosion it shows yeah. is so massively gigantic. Oh, it's one of the best. We're watching the video of it right now. That's great. The top of this building blowing up. It's, there's another video. It's like from the Matrix where he goes, free your mind, Morpheus. And then he jumps off the... Uh, the building, yeah, and then he like goes flying into a uh, what a, a dumpster. Yeah. Oh, I love that stuff. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, so yeah, this I don't know. It's the end of September. It's going to roll out in Georgia. That's the only thing that I know. And you mentioned earlier, Preston, one of the prizes is a, a, a Candyman Kitchens. Yes, that's actually one of the franchises that they sell. So you win uh, one of the stores, okay. which is a candy store. All right, so you don't win a factory. Oh, right. see, then I, okay, that's all right. But I thought you were going to win. Like, I mean, as everyone would, this conjures that image of winning the chocolate factory of where uh, you know where you have all these magical things going on instead of yeah, candy store is pretty cool. Here's another. I haven't scene. gotten the raise in five years. Here's another uh, scene I love uh, when they're they're on the boat ride. Yeah, and things start to turn sour. Yeah, and he starts to go into that uh, that spiel and kind of start to see dis- disturbing yeah. video. There's no earthly way of knowing. <laughs> He's singing. Which direction? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the way they sing. We are going. There's no knowing where we're rowing. Or which way the river's flowing Is it raining? Is it snowing? Is a hurricane a-blowing? Not a speck of light is showing So the danger must be growing Are the fires of hell a-glowing? Is the grizzly reaper mowing? Yes! The danger must be growing for the rowers keep on rowing, and they're certainly not showing any signs that they are slowing. 
I remember that scared me as a oh, kid. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't Absolutely remember this. scared me. Preston, there's live footage of a chicken getting its head cut yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's right about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's live footage yeah. of a chicken getting its head cut off uh-huh. in that footage. <laughs> Everything is growing. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. Soon you're in the bush. Charlie's coming after you, and there's no way out. And you're screaming for your buddy who just got blown up by a landmine. Coming back to the United States or spin out, you saying candy maker? Candy maker. Candy maker, chocolate man. Spinning on you. I'm sorry. It got a little too real there for a second. It did. It did. You see him in that purple uh, jacket, but with the sleeves yeah. cut out. <laughs> The napalm is glowing. Yeah. Oh, no. The Viet Cong are showing. Oh, no. <laughs> the enemy down were mowing. It would have been great if Sly Welcome would. to my factory. With Willy Wonka. When you find a lucky ticket. Hey, how do you call the, uh, the Oompa Loompas? Get it! <laughs> you idiots! <laughs> I swear to God, I will kick you. It was a different kind of factory experience. My favorite, actually, was when they went to their inventing room. Yeah. uh, And all the, you know, and that's where you had the that sound effect, the the Wonka machine uh, thing. But uh, that's, that's probably my favorite. Part it gets room. me every time because it has the the proper amount of sinister edge to it. Yep. Uh, and he is a phenomenal character. Right from the beginning, it has a dark thing to it. But that's it's that's what life is about. You know, you deal with that. But the uh, the the hope and his joy is is contagious. It's uh, being added to Netflix this uh, month. Oh, good. Yeah. So if you've never seen it, uh, it's on Netflix now. Play play that. I, I I know this sound effect. I know how to make it. Go ahead. <laughs> that bling. Yeah, okay. If you had a ruler, I could show you how to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. I like, like a plastic ruler, right? A plastic one would probably work best, but a wooden one would uh, would probably work as Isn't well. Isn't that that is funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In that funny machine, it goes. <laughs> 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 Candy. <laughs> That's him giving the tour. It makes a funny noise. Funny. You can do a lot of laughing over in Nam. <laughs> in the bush there, hearing sounds, twigs breaking. Never known. Your life's on the edge. Living on a wire, head on a pivot. You don't know where they're coming from. You can have all the gobstoppers in your mouth that you want, but it ain't going to save your ass when Charlie starts firing at you. You're not very fun. No. I know. I'm, uh, I'm not feeling up to it today. <laughs> Have some fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> Don't drink it when you're out in the bush, though, because you start lifting up and Charlie takes you out with your sniper. Oh, my God. Because you're floating, and they don't care. <laughs> oh, wow. There's so many possibilities. You me you're in the, you're going to drink fizzy lifting drink while you're in the bush. You start lifting up. Charlie starts taking you out one one after the other. Shooting you in the head. Wait, you're getting a message from command that's coming in. I'm coming for you. (laughs) Wow. 
Oompa-loompas, I called you in here today to tell you something I did not want to tell you before. You were all uh, aborted experiments. Oh, my God. <laughs> you were supposed to be full-grown adults, <laughs> but the machine malfunctioned. <laughs> not only did they come out short, they're orange, too. They're orange, and you're stupid. Wow. That's why I make you slave labor. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, you could be you could be the the king. You could be the Willy Wonka. Uh, the franchise. I'm not familiar with the franchises. Are there any yeah, in this area? No, Nick? no. It's Florida and Georgia based. Oh, all right. Uh, all right so I if guess they it, did five states, do you think they'll do it around that area? Then Florida, Georgia, probably. Is this right? just five states? I thought you said there were only five. Uh, oh, no. There's five thousand dollars per necklace. Oh, uh, we'll be heading throughout the U.S. Oh. Well, then, good. So, yeah. So, I think five states in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I may okay. Uh, I may have to look into that. If you were to win it, here's, honestly, if you win a candy location, wouldn't you want to win Hershey? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yes. That, that, that to me, is as Wonka-esque as you can get. Agreed. Especially uh, Chocolate World. Yes. Uh, That's exactly what you want. Place that you uh, that you go through and, and ride through and learn how the chocolate <laughs> yeah. process works. You were there, Kathy, recently, weren't you? Yes, I was. And, and was everything kind of up to snuff? Yeah. I mean, you mean as far as like... The COVID and all COVID that? goes? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not every ride was opened. Right. Um, and that was just because they have to limit the crowd that comes inside of the park. But I mean... It didn't really affect our it visit. Was cool. It was great. Yeah. And Chocolate World was open. and Yep, that was all open. I and love that. I'm a sucker too. for that every time. They, same too. same thing. That you have to, But you have to um, sign up to, like, you have to have an appointment you time. You don't just walk in and... But, yeah. but we left the park and walked to Chocolate World, and by the time we got there, our, our time was ready. Like, you right. know what I mean? It's not like you have to wait. That, that ride, the ride that you take at, at Chocolate World, <laughs> I've done it I don't know how many times. I still love it every time. You yeah. get excited, especially the way it. that you get on it because they're coming around. The whole they room just keep moves. Coming. The room is moving and you get yeah. on your thing and you're watching it. It doesn't matter. It's all good. <laughs> is that the ride? <laughs> That's Chocolate World. Does it go far enough? White right, sir. Stop the boat. I'm sorry. I don't like people touching my blue blanket. It's not important. It's a minor compulsion. I can deal with it if I want to. It's just that I've had it ever since I was a baby, and... I find it very comforting. Different movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, you could win this uh, this chocolate store, I guess. But, yes, winning Hershey would be. That would be the, the home run. Mm-hmm. The absolute best. Instead I mean, of a little on, franchise. Uh-huh. It is what If it you is. could only have one Hershey product for the rest of your life, Ooh. what would it be? Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that to you guys. Well, I had, I had a bar last You're night. You're making me think. <laughs> we, we made some s'mores. And uh, I know that it's plain, and it's just regular, straight-up chocolate, but a Hershey bar. Yep. I mean, if I only had one, mm. that milk, might be Milk it. or dark? Uh, it was milk, but it was for s'mores. Ian, I know you are uh, you like a special dark. Yes. Yeah, and I don't blame you. I think that's a good choice, too. But I, if I'm going to just go one, I think it might just be the straight-up Hershey bar. I think I'm with you, Nick, because I think anything with peanut butter is going to be a little too much. Oh, you- wait. Casey, what did I send you? you is sent it a me, new it's, product? Yeah, it's a new Reese's peanut butter, like, cupcake. Yeah, what, what? 
cupcake? Yeah, it, it's kind of like a candy cake, uh, like tasty cake. Oh, right. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Instead of a, yeah. But instead of a um, vanilla-based uh, cake, it's a chocolate-based cake with a... Uh, snack cake yeah. stuffed with peanut butter cream and covered in it's chocolate. It's called smack cake? Snack. Snack. Oh, oh, like like that's, a, that's cocaine. Steve, like a snack. No, that's heroin. That's it's heroin. Snack. So um, this is an actual Hershey product? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Her- Hershey yes. markets the Wonka bar, don't they? Mm, no, I think no. that's totally set. Um, are you sure? Well, no, no. Actually, I can't say that I'm sure. Uh, I would have to go with the Hershey's chocolate bar with almonds. That uh, that is seems, that's damn good. It's it's straight ahead, but I just the plain chocolate would not be enough for me. And by the way, the best if you like the Hershey's chocolate bars with almonds, you need to go to Chocolate World because they serve the gold <sighs> ones. Yeah. Which are thicker with more <laughs> almonds in them. Mm. And whenever we stay at Hershey, you can have those ordered and in your room if you want at the lodge. <laughs> and so we always make sure that they have a, a box of those for us. We order those up. around Will- Willy Wonka Candy Company, Steve, is a division of Nestle. Nestle. Not Hershey. The competitor. Ah, the competitor. Mm-hmm. What about you, Case? Oh, that's a good question, man. Uh, I'm glad I asked it. I have <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Uh, <laughs> I need a, I need a roster. I need to see the roster. Okay. Uh, because I do like myself a uh, Hershey with almonds, Reese's peanut butter cup. I love that as well. There's kisses. No. Twizzlers is in their uh, family. I'm thinking of all the the rides because the rides have. I know the names. Uh, the I names. prefer Twizzlers to Redvine. <clears throat> Here you go, oh, case. Yeah. Okay. So we got the Hershey's Symphony, the extra, extra dark, Steve. I don't know about that. Uh, Almond Joy, 100-calorie bar. That sounds lame. Sounds like a uh, waste of time. Hershey's Bliss. A waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> Drops, miniatures, <laughs> pot of gold, Kit Kat. Yeah, I think I'm going to Yes, Kit Kat. Wow. So good. Uh, peanut butter cups. Kit Kat has all the food Nuggets. groups in it. Whoppers. <laughs> Whoppers. Uh, no. No. Whoppers is a porn site. Reese's Pieces. York peppermint patty. I do love malted milk balls. And Whoppers are malted milk balls. Are they, they are? They yeah. are. Yes. Uh, so they got some good options. Cookies and cream. That's a good one. I do love cookies and cream as well. Mm. I'm, probably I'm, going I'm an easy cat. mark here. I like the Hershey's Gold, which is the newest product that they made. And it's what is not that? actually chocolate. It's it's white chocolate, but it's flavored. Uh, it is. It actually has itty-bitty bits of, of pretzel in it, I believe. Oh. Uh, but you can't tell. Um yeah, peanuts and pretzels. There it is, Steve. The Hershey's Gold. It's oh, re- they're really good. Yes, I remember. They actually sent some over when they first came out with this. Caramelized creme is mm. what it says. Creme. <laughs> There's not enough creme in it. <laughs> you send it back? Yeah, I'm taking it. Yeah. You little idiots. Put more creme in it. Mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> so this this game is going to be starting at the end of this month. We'll see if uh, if one of the necklaces pops up in our ears, but I, I, will, uh, I will play along for sure. All right, I want to take a break uh, and all this food talk. I do want to thank our friends at Deeds and Watson uh, and Carmen's Deli, uh, who are one of the uh, sponsors or who have brought by some goodies for us today. They make award-winning sandwiches on award-winning Del Bruno's rolls, so you know that they're going to be great. You can try their signature sandwich, which is Rose's Special, featuring Deeds and Watson. Uh, Oh, man, why do they do this to me? (laughs) Is that Gabagool? Uh, Yeah. Capacola, Capacay, prosciutto, sweet uh, saprosetta, sharp provolone, and roasted red peppers as well. Sounds pretty tasty. Uh, So we thank them uh, for dropping that off. We're going to break, come back in a moment. We do have joining us in a little while the gentleman who owns uh, the outdoor drive-in theater where there's going to be an Eagles tailgating event this weekend. His name is Rocco. We'll get him on in a little bit. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. 
MMR's annual musical education in everything that rocks is heading home to roost. Thursday at noon. Start your Labor Day weekend early with MMR's A to Z. The homeschooled edition. No new math or pop quizzes. Just thousands of songs covering everything from A to, well, Z. Duh. An alphabetical countdown lasting over a week with zero repeats. All your favorite songs. Ones that'll make you go, oh yeah. Tunes you haven't heard in ages to make you say, oh wow. And a few that'll undoubtedly elicit a, if you like Pina Colada. Oh, what the hell? MMR's A to Z, the homeschooled edition, presented by the Bush Auto Group. Fast, easy car buying online, bushautogroup.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything. And we mean everything that rocks. The Eagles play this weekend and uh, nobody at the games allowed uh, because of obviously COVID and the restrictions. First, they said there was going to be limited capacity and then they rescinded that. And so everyone was like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, but this seems like a viable option. Uh, and this guy's getting a lot of press because of it. And it's going to be at a drive in movie theater uh, and the tailgating will take place one o'clock on Saturday. Sunday. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Sunday, you're right. Uh, the uh, Eagles play in Washington, obviously. But you can get tickets at Rhythm, is that, how is it, RhythmReels.com? Yeah. yeah, yeah, because this all started with, and you can ask him uh, you know, during the uh, the interview, but uh, this whole process started with him, like, living, like, concerts and stuff, uh, airing live concerts. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, he is a proprietor of Rhythm and Reels in New Jersey. Please welcome Rocco Galelli. Yeah. Hey, Rocco, how you doing, man? Good morning, guys. How you doing this morning? We're, we're doing great. So you've tapped into something, huh? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, being a big Eagles fan, we we saw that the uh, fans weren't going to be able to be at the, at the link this year. So we said, hey, you know, we have this vehicle out back that we've been doing um, drive-in movies, drive-in concerts, and uh, different types of events. And we said, hey, let's try to keep our people working through this unprecedented times and let's see if a tailgate will work you know bringing all our uh, eagles nation together I, and uh it's getting some legs rocco how long's the uh the uh drive-in theater been around uh we uh did a startup drive-in theater uh during the pandemic okay uh, uh our first official weekend was back in june uh we've been doing some live concerts trying to get something for the community in the area to be able to have some sense of normalcy we took our uh our 300 car parking lot and turned it into a 150 car parking lot. And, uh, now we're COVIDly compliant and, uh, <laughs> making sure that people stay in their areas wearing masks. Uh, we transmit the, uh, transmit the sounds, uh, through FM transmitter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we have a very small public address system. So my neighbors don't want to, uh, kill me anymore. <laughs> and, no, these are all the things to consider, and and so people can bring their own food, but you also have food for sale. Uh, and I assume, like for example, here at the live-in drive-in at the at Citizens Bank Park, at that parking lot, the you could sort of um, like text, and they'd bring food to the car. What what are you doing as far as concessions? Well, ironically enough, I was the one who provided the concessions at the live-in drive-in. There you and, go. Um, <laughs> I'm doing it the same way here. Uh, we have a concession package where we have a touchless um, app that you just put in your um, 
your parking spot and we deliver it right to the parking spot. And then we also offer uh, VIP packages where you can get a base package of just like hot dogs and dogs and uh, burgers and uh, sausage and whatever. And then if you want to upgrade that VIP <laughs> package and just want to come and uh, we can do filet mignon or far wow. or whatever you want to do. Far is wow. definitely that. When you talk yeah. about Eagles, Eagles, Broadway. Yeah, I think of. <laughs> Just say sausage again. <laughs> Rocco, I'm, I'm curious. Do you think it's going to matter? Because this weekend, uh, technically, it's a, it's an away game. Do you think it's going to matter if it's a home game or, uh, or an away game? Uh, we've been seeing uh, since the TMZ article hit. Uh, the traction that this opportunity has gotten and the different sports channels and radio shows and news coverage that we've gotten in the last 24 hours has been tremendous. I'm actually down to limited seats left. So if anybody wants to uh, buy tickets or buy a parking spot, I mean, I'm getting people from as far away as Virginia want to drive up to tailgate here and buy i need four spots for my rv i need five <laughs> spots for my bus yeah you can't so. you can't quite i mean so to me i first saw about it on the, on tmz i was doing stuff for this show and i said oh my god this so this is right here but yeah honestly it's such an essential part of the football experience and to have that you know sort of robbed from the fans um right now you're you're, you're filling that void creatively and the thing is is that and people are saying, well, how are they doing this on a drive-in screen? But it's an LED screen, right? It's a it's a forty foot LED screen. Right. We um, we partnered up with um, a local company, Light Action, out of Delaware, and um, we have a forty foot by twenty foot LED screen that you could. It's like watching your TV in your man cave. Yeah. And and it's incredible, and and it's actually. 16 feet off the ground so people are like oh well, what if i put a tent up you 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 can't i mean you can't obstruct view um it's such a great thing if there's a bus in front of you you can literally see over the bus so the way it's it's lined up you know you see uh we have 150 parking spots up for sale all the front row spots have already been purchased and uh we're encouraging other people like say like you know if, if mr wanted to come down and have a, a vip table that table gets waitress service. It gets uh, served um, individually packaged uh, food. And uh, we give the soda and the water and then any type of other beverages you want to bring. That's entirely up to you. This We're is cool. Selling. I mean, honestly, yeah. that so this is, you know, you, you, you get inventive. And a lot of people have gotten inventive with, you know, a, a comedy like the live and drive in or, or this. And again, that's what people are looking for, because that's one thing that. That's the sport sort of gives that to you, the communal thing, and 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 for the people who just don't want to sit on the uh, the couch and watch and feel part of a collective, this is about as close as you're going to be able to get. Yeah, for us, it's been great because we're bringing the, the community together, not only in Williamstown. I mean, we were very active in donating a lot of free meals to those who needed it um, at our venue. We did over 3,000 meals that we're donating. A portion of all these proceeds that we get is going to go to the Monroe Township Braves uh, Midget Football League. So we're going to make a donation to them to keep the whole football field together. That's great. Um, and then, you know, everybody else keeping us working and moving on and, and trying to make it happen, keeping and, and, and having some sense of normalcy in these unprecedented times. I mean, it's been it's been crazy. People need a, a, an outlet. I understand that a lot of people continue to be like, oh, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. You know what? You want to in your area, you want to take your mask off while you're tailgating. That's fine. You leave your area. Be respectful for everybody else. 
Mm. You know, go go to use the porta potties. Stay six feet away from the porta potties. We have the, them uh, being sanitized after each use. You know, there's concessions. You want to bring your own food. You bring your own food. It's just about all of us being together as a community. You know, what brings everybody together more in the city than than the Eagles and and, and sports? So we're yeah. trying to keep that keep that vibe going. No, it's hey, cool. Rocco. So obviously, all the chatters about the game this Sunday. Is this something you're you're planning on doing for the rest of the season? Right now, we're focusing on the first few games, making sure that we can manage it correctly um, with security-wise, making sure nobody's stupid, we'll say, um, and, and uh, <laughs> we're managing right. But, I mean, in, in a perfect world, we'll take this straight through the Super Bowl if it works. Yes. Awesome. Well, that's that's good, man. And, you know, you were creative about it. This is something that a lot of people are excited about. You got national exposure for and we hope it works for you. She said people don't, you know, just be respectful of what you're asking them to do while they're there and realize that you're getting a percentage closer to normalcy and just have a good time. Yep. I mean, it's exactly right. You couldn't have said it any better. And, you know, we're, we're just trying to get to the other side of this, for lack of a better term. And that's, that's what we're trying to do as a, as a business, as a community, and basically as a nation, as this whole, you know, let the Eagles fly and do what we have to do. Eagles Nation, you know, is going to live here in our parking lot. So limited tickets are available right now? Yes. it's right. on, uh, You had mentioned it earlier, rhythmreels.com, and that'll take you to our Eventbrite site. Very cool. All right. All right, yeah, Rocco. Man. Nice uh, nice work, man. Good luck with everything. I hope it works out uh, works out well for you. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough. You guys stay healthy, get through this, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. You got absolutely. All right, Rocco Galelli, guys. Uh, That's rhythmreels.com. That's a good idea. So you have to say six feet away from the porta potty where you're going. Is that the case? Or am I missing that? Yeah. I don't know if I could reach. I could shoot that (laughs) far (laughs) if I had to. Uh, and listen, we we did the the Burt Kreischer show. So these these outdoor events can can happen. You just got to, you know, like you said, you got to maintain. A little, um, little courtesy. That's right. it. Yeah, and then they can keep going. Right. So, hey, listen. I spent the entire summer down the beach, right? And, and you would see these pictures of, of crowded beaches. But my experience was, when when you're taking a picture, everything looks more crowded than what it really is. And so, what I experienced in Kath, I don't know if you experienced the same. I thing. know exactly what you're going to say. Um, people, for the most part, kept their distance. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I mean, when you take that picture down the beach line, all yes. you see is umbrellas, and you're like, "Oh my god, there's so many people!" But in reality, the families are six yeah. feet, maybe even more. Apart. I saw the same thing. We went down to Avalon for a short amount of time, and I made sure I walked out and I took a good look down the beach. And I'm like, it looks mobbed. Yeah. But the way that it's laid out. Not really, you know, so and, and everybody seemed to be keeping their distance. So, you know, as long as you stick to the rules, everything should be solid. And if you, if you don't bathe for a while, people yeah. will want to stay away. From <laughs> I do think it's cool, though, what he's doing. Like people, you know what I mean? People want that atmosphere. So if they do stick with the social distancing and yeah. it'll be fun. Hey, there was, you know, there was every possibility with all the we, as things progressed that we weren't going to get any sort of sports. We weren't going to get football or we get any any iteration of what. People have been yearning for for a while, so we're we're there. We just have to modify it a bit. And as it says, on the other side, things will be back to normal. But for now, it's a great way to enjoy it. And, and he got inventive. And, well, and it's a little different watching it, but like I don't mind it. You know what I mean? I I know there's there's no people there, there's no crowds, but you miss though because you're mm-hmm. you like to go like five thirty in the morning and tailgate, <laughs> and that's your thing. She's I'm just still she's the cornhole champ. Watching of a, it at home. Yeah. I mean, listen, I really as a season ticket holder, I, I do love watching the game there, but I do really enjoy watching it at home. And all the sports that I've watched at home so far. 
like I really haven't noticed, no. you know, I mean, the crowd they're, they're, missing. They're, yeah, yeah, I mean, me they're either. pumping in the noise. Like I was watching the Phil's game yesterday and they have like it, it just sounds like they're playing in a full stadium. It's, it's wild. And even, pu- and even you know, and they have the, the cardboard cutouts for mm-hmm. the hot, but while watching hockey and unfortunately the Flyers lost over the weekend. Oh, but did they? Uh, they did. Oh. Um, but even though. They aren't pretending like people are in the stands. They have these uh, yeah. these covers over all the seats. I didn't once stop to really look at the crowd. I'm watching the game. I'm watching exactly. the action yeah. that's going on. So it didn't it didn't distract me at all. Did you see the footage? I forget what what game it was, but uh, they, they had teddy bears out in the uh, large stuffed bears out in the audience. No, oh, really? and, and there was a somebody hit a homer and it clocked. It just it just looks like the <laughs> most vicious. Really? The ball yeah. hits the stuffed bear right in the head and. It's almost like, oh. I didn't see that. I did see Joe West throw uh, the Reds general manager out who was up in a press box. Yeah, I saw that. Joe West is among the biggest a-holes in sports, and he's an umpire. And so, but this guy was mouthing off and saying that the umps were getting the calls wrong. So, this, But he's up in the press box. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he's in the orange box level. But because it's an empty stadium, you can hear everything that's going around. So Joe West turns around and points up like 100 yards and tosses the guy out of the stadium. How can you do that? I I don't know. I I mean, I I guess he's within his rights because he's a general manager, he's a team employee, and so dude dude got tossed. I think baseball uh, umpires and NFL referees are so soft. I was thinking about this, and we don't need to get into a discussion, but like they can, when they don't like what they hear, they can, well, you, I'm going to penalize. I'm going to give the other team two points because I don't. You hurt my feelings. You know, I think that is so ridiculous the, the way yeah. they act like that. Uh, baseball umpires more than NFL, yeah. or NHL refs. I have a question as far as the NHL is concerned. Have there been any hat tricks so far? Because that's the one thing is <laughs> oh, wow. the, there's no hats thrown yeah, on the ice. Okay, yeah, there was one. Yeah, there was. It was um, a new guy for the Stars. Oh yeah, uh, and they just brought him up, and he okay. went in, in in a playoff game, got a hat trick. Okay, but yeah, there's no. They should have no hats on the hat ice, launching but... machines at the ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just start shooting hats out on the ice. And now all those uh, games are going to be in Edmonton. They moved out of Toronto, so the the Eastern and Western Conference Finals are are there, and then the Stanley Cup Finals as well. Nope. Yeah. All right. Um, listen, I had time to notice some things over the weekend. Yeah! And I feel like... Oh, my God. The notice is back after a long Labor Day weekend. He uh, must have noticed so much during that time. I noticed that uh, the western part of the United States is on fire. Yes, you noticed that. Yes, I did. And I also noticed this one thing, that one of the fires was started by a gender reveal. God, you know, listen, if you're happy about this, I get it. But I'm so sick of gender reveal. This has actually happened before, has it not? Oh, several times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's that uh, people using Tannerite. Yes. They didn't indicate in this particular story if that's what they were using or not, but that has happened before where you blow up, it's explosive. Why and... don't you just tell people what you're having? Dude, Email. I could not. It's what I thought about immediately when I saw this story this weekend. I'm like, okay. We've made it into a thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be a thing anymore. No, you at least just, nothing that requires Tannerite. You just tell people, we're having a girl, we're having a boy, or we're going to wait till the baby is born. So the woman who actually popularized uh, gender reveals is saying this needs to stop. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> her name, her he, name is Jenna Carvonides. Uh, she had. She was a blogger. She had a gender reveal party in 2008. I hate her. In which she, no, no, listen to what she says. Right. In which she and her husband 
cut a cake to reveal the color inside, pink or blue, the original way that it was done, right? Right, right. All right, and after she wrote about it on her blog, it got attention, the idea spread, and it became a thing. But people have since then have come up with other ways to reveal the gender at these parties, and some of them are dangerous and have led to, to disaster. Do you know the suggestion? After what happened in San Bernardino, she posted on Facebook, she yeah. posted, she said, stop having these stupid <laughs> parties. She said, for the love of God, stop burning things down to tell everyone about your kid's penis. No one cares but you. Well, well there, there you go. go. There is information that has become uh, available recently that suggests the Hindenburg was a gender reveal (laughs) on a a rock. Yes. And that's why they stopped it for a while after that because obviously it ended in in the catastrophe. Steve, you, now you know in, the, in that famous audio of yeah. of the the uh, the broadcaster Morrison and the baby, uh, whether it's a boy or a girl, and uh, it's bursting into flames, it's bursting into flames, and they're pink, and they, you yeah, were saying it's the, the, pink, the, 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 the it's a boy. Yeah. So, uh, but she said yes for the love of God, please stop it. Uh, it it is it's it, it just know. it I, just smacks of being. I get it, you're happy, but. There is a level of narcissism, I think, when you're blowing up a Tannerite. Well, here's the thing. I mean, listen, maybe they're getting a little out of hand, but I don't think they should go away. I think it's it's fun for, obviously, the couple and then the, the family surrounding it. It's like the new way to do it because everybody now, they can tell you what you're having right away. Like yeah. You know what I mean? Almost immediately. And, right. and it wasn't always should like the that. Couple, and though, this- should the couple be obliged to be to be able to stop the wildfire that starts? Yes, I think so. But they, but you know, the surprise used to be when the baby was born, and not a lot of people do that anymore. Not a lot of people can can wait or not have the doctor tell them or not have you know the doctor or nurse slip and let them know what they're having. So this is like the fun part to it. Yeah, when you cause an explosion and a yeah, fire, I think if you can maybe get not, five to six thousand people to evacuate their home because your kid has a penis. <laughs> right. I mean, right. just go back to the cakes. I think that's good. Yeah. Listen, they're still going to blow things up with Tannerite, though. You know, like, so you can For get... For mitzvahs. Well, no, just in general, people, like, uh, it's uh, apparently, like, really easy uh, to yeah, get. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Um... Yeah, it's true, but um, apparently a couple times it's been a gender reveal party. I know. Started. And that, don't blow something up for a dumb gender Do you know reveal what I, party. I think, Casey, in fact, those things, the the, 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 uh, the explosion sticks that, they, that people always point into their own crotches. Do that. <laughs> I think that those were actually designed to stop people from perpetuating the need to... The more genitals that are damaged, yeah. the less children that can be Wait, had. what are you talking about? The, people have these little, like, they're, they're like cannon confetti sticks. Confetti sticks, yeah. They're confetti sticks, but they always point them the wrong way. You oh, see footage okay. all the time of them you. shooting themselves in the crotch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we should blow up a fridge because it smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes! But that... <laughs> that, that makes sense. Right. ...was on a military place that was made... Right. Uh, for blowing things. We came so close to having our smelly refrigerator blown to bits by an actual... An A-10 an Warthog. An A-10 Warthog. Mm-hmm. Wait, and that's still the refrigerator, right? No. Yeah, they got rid of it a while back. Uh, but in another big wildfire caused by a gender reveal party, 47,000 acres burned in Arizona Oof. in 2017. Oh, my God. When people at the party shot a target with the words boy and girl, similar method caused a 10-acre brush fire in Florida this past April. Other gender reveal-related incidents include the crash of a small plane in Texas last year and the death of a woman in Iowa last October when a device that was supposed to just shoot blue or pink gunpowder exploded 
killing the grandmother oh when she was hit by shrapnel. God almighty. Now, remember, we, Make tried, it stop. we tried to have the world's largest gender reveal party last year at the Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah. There weren't that many pregnant people in our area, so it didn't turn out as big as we wanted it It was still be, impressive and safe. It was fun, but it was safe. Hi, Grandma. That's the key. It was safe. So. What did we do? I forget. Oh, we uh, sprayed water. fire okay. hoses okay. with uh, colored water. Just water. in case there was an explosion, we had firefighters there. They were ready to go. Let me ask you, too, is, is, is the best methodology, as you said, Kathy, you cut the cake and whatever... The color is in the cake. That's the, I mean, they, right? That, that's enough, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's how it started. I mean, that's cute. You still get a little bit of the surprise. And... Yeah. Do you need to have a special effects explosives expert at the ready to to let people know what gender so. the kid is? Um. Do you, speaking of cakes, uh, <laughs> sorry. What's her reading something and holding you, his hand? You up. got very emotional there for a second. Oh my God, they're talking about cake. Mm, well, I wanted to bring this up. There's this. You've seen this trend of cakes that look like convincingly like something else, like a right. bag of Doritos, yes, or an yeah. actual baby head or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It came and went in three days. Well, it's it's still here. And this guy named Dan Langan, uh, <laughs> he lives in Delco, and he does this. He's like featured on the the Food Network and stuff. Dan Langan like, from Delco. Well, he I don't know if he's from Delco, but he lives in like Havertown or Haverford area. Do you know it's what people can't handle is the ones where they will do they'll use icing and or cake. And make it look like some sort of large wart on somebody's body. Oh, I can't do and that. then scrape it off with a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> so people freak out over that. Yeah, stuff. no thank you on that. But uh but something that looks like a bag of Doritos. If you're Dan or... Langan. Yeah, Langan. He grew up in Havertown. Uh there's an article, everything you always wanted to know about food network cake expert Dan Langan. I was uh trying to find him because I wanted him to make a cake for Kathy. Well it turns uh, out he's married. I wanted her him to do the uh He can still make a cake he for can Kathy still make even a cake though he's for married. I didn't ask him for a one night stand. I, I can't make cakes anymore. I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna climb a mountain even though I'm gay. Oh. You can't make me a cake. I'm sorry. I'm a married man. I, I, Maybe when I was a single, I could do it. <laughs> My ability to make cakes was rendered inert when I got married. Okay. Oh, we're looking at stuff. Now, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, oh, it's pretty you, amazing. You the accuracy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. We still do like the you know Jace picks what he wants for his birthday. Did you see his? Um, we did a venom cake that this was year. Awesome. It yeah. was so cool. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was like he I, and I love it. As long as you know what the, what I tell them every time I get it made, like make sure it tastes good, right? Because some of them, you know why though, Case? I think sometimes it takes so long that they cook the cake ahead of time, and it's not you don't get it. It's not fresh. It's not like getting well, also fondant is not that great. Yeah, that's right, it. That's right. why, honestly, saucy redhead, um, our our uh, friend who makes uh, makes cakes, the, the fondant is good. I I don't like that marzipan taste that a lot of fondant has. It's just too it's too sweet. So mm. hey. All right, uh, let me see what else I noticed. More for the noticer. Yep, we did gender reveals. We did gender reveals. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now we're doing online poker. Online poker. You know, I've actually over... I've actually dabbled with the notion of of trying that because it's just... It's so prominent. Yeah. And it's fun, you know, now and then. And I don't don't have... I'm not crazy fanatic gambler, but for fun, it might be kind of interesting to try it. Do you know how to play poker? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm horrible at it, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, the largest prize in online poker history was won. Uh, really? Yeah, over the weekend. It was um, a guy named Stoyan Badenshev of Bulgaria. 
or Shiev, I guess. I Whatever he bets on, he wins. <laughs> uh, he won $3.9 million. Holy crap. Wait, that's the largest, huh? Mm-hmm. In online. That's that to me that's surprising. Uh I thought it would be thought it would be bigger. Uh just like Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, uh in the main event of the World Series of Poker it took place international the international series on Saturday night. On the final hand, uh oh, yeah. <laughs> had flopped a straight and cracked the pocket aces of second place finisher Wenling Gao of China, who won $2.7 million. Wow. American Tyler Ruger finished third, winning $1.9 million. And Thomas Ward took home $1.35 million for fourth. Now, you were, for a while, where you were doing a lot of the casino stuff. Did you do any online casino play? Online poker case? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was talking to you. Yeah, well, I don't play poker at all. Okay. No, but he said casino stuff, like uh, crap. Oh, and no, whatnot. no. I don't... I don't... <laughs> As far as I know, they don't have that. No, they do now. Do they? Okay. Yeah. All right. uh, well, I don't know about craps, but like you can roulette. Like the, it's wild because I've done it on um, on uh, my my Bet Rivers app, and they have a live person in a room spinning the wheel and and throwing a ball, and you're, you're watching it. That's wild. All live. It's wild. Um, I would never do it. Yeah. Uh, does me personally, if you do it, great. That's fine. Yeah. Online gambling, it's cool. We have many uh, clients here that that offer that service. But, it's huge, but I would never do it because the cash, the money, needs to be in my hand for <laughs> me to understand that these are real right. amounts that I'm dealing sure. with. Sure. So, uh, but but the that's the, it. the amount, the way that these things have taken off, yeah. and are have become sort of the bread and butter substantially for casinos. It's just crazy. Press, the last time I walked up to a craps table, I walked up and looked at the board, and I was like, I can't remember how to play. Right. And then I stood there for, I don't even know, like two, three minutes, and, and they were rolling. And I, was, and I was like, I forget what you're supposed to do. Like, I completely, like, because there's the come out bad or whatever, and I don't, I'm like, oh, where are you supposed to put your, and then I just walked away. I'm like, all right, I'm just going gonna, gonna to walk out. It yeah. would take me a while to get back up to speed on it because I haven't played in so long, but just the, the odds, payoffs, and stuff would be, yeah. I'd have to remind myself. You were playing that. on the phone. And that's what got you back in. Is that what you were doing? Once I taught you were using the myself the yeah. rules. Right. Uh, first was just playing a game that I downloaded the phone. Uh, on the phone yeah, and then figured it out. Uh, so anyhow, the the international uh, series was hosted on ggpoker.com. After the pandemic forced the traditional World Series of Poker tournament in Vegas to be postponed, there were 5,802 entries into the $5,000 buy-in main event creating a $27.6 million prize pool. Players were allowed to buy in three times during the early rounds of the main event and were required to be physically located in a jurisdiction that allowed online poker. Okay. Tournament officials said some American participants actually relocated to Mexico or Canada to take part in the tournament. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the people who are going to do that are obviously, they've, they've got game and they're, they're, yeah. they're uh, accomplished uh, online or, or just gamblers in general. So that guy won $3.9 million. I won $3.5 million. I got a phone call, and uh, apparently I came in second place in the Publishers Clearinghouse hey! sweepstakes. Oh, when did this yeah. happen? Uh, it happened on uh, Thursday. I got two different phone calls, so it must be true. James Holzhauer is a is a professional gambler. Oh, that's right. The, uh, from Jeopardy, Jeopardy, Jeopardy champ. You have to have a certain, I think, um, you know, a special set of skills mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to do that. 
Uh, so congratulations to Stoyan Madanenjiv. Oh, you know what? Actually, I saw, I didn't get a chance. Did you notice something else? Well, I didn't get a chance to print this up. Maybe Casey knows his name, but. I notice you can't print everything. Hang on a second. I saw a story I have to pull back up. Is it about poker again? Yeah, it's about poker. That's why I wanted to, to notice this now. But... He's going to notice this now to keep things in line. Uh, you, you had that story last week about the guy, uh, Esfandiari, who had money taken from him no, from it wasn't his that. House. This is the legendary poker player died. Oh, uh, no. not and, Doyle Brunson. No, it wasn't Doyle Brunson. Ah, uh, no, the Brunster's still alive, <laughs> as far as I know. Oh, Mike Sexton? Yeah, that's no! it. No! You know... Uh, so he's he's like the announcer. Like whenever you watch, upset. whenever you watch the World Series of Poker, like he's one of the uh, like announcer guys. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I don't I don't have the story in front of me, so I don't know how he died. Uh, but was he a uh, World Series winner? Or? Oh, he was killed during a gender reveal party. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! He, he was, was holding his, the his head was off. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Terrible. It took literally two <laughs> seconds. It did. Uh, he died of cancer. Oh, <laughs> He's man. seventy-two years old. Sorry to be. Well, they discovered the cancer. Yeah, after. with the tan right, blew his arm. Sure, yeah. It's... Uh, no, that's uh, that's that's horrible. It is. Okay. Oh, Steve, you know prostate what, cancer. It was prostate cancer, and it just speaks to what you've been preaching for years. It's just get. Get screened. Yes. It's, it's a preventable blood test. Death. Yes. Yeah, get, get the blood test. By the way, I'll, I'll get some advice from you, Steve, is I think you had told me, uh, Gary Papa died from uh, prostate cancer, right? Yes. And you had told me that he had these back issues that yes. he had let linger and never got checked out. Right. Does that mean when your back hurts, Dr. Mike needs to stick his finger up your butt? <laughs> no, but but there there is... Because um, my back has been killing me But lately. you have sciatic pain, right? Yeah, yeah, but I got another back pain, well, get too. Well, it, get it checked. I mean, he... he, he I, I forget the chronology test. with with uh, with um, with Gary Papa, and and uh, you know obviously his story has gone on to save countless men, who, you know who've gotten the, the checkup. But he it was a little bit after the fact, and so he had had this pain that that he was, I, I think was um, didn't correlate it to the, uh, the 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 prostate cancer, but that can be part of it. So okay, uh, but just, that's it, where my mind's been going lately. I'm like, great, my back hurts. I got cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I have to, yeah, I should call Dr. Mike and... Or you can take it this way. Digital exam. Oh, now Mike can put his finger in my butt. Right. Oh. <laughs> I love this. He's done it so many times. He can do it in his sleep. He could. You should. Make the room dark and see if he can find a <laughs> find your butthole with his finger. It's like pin the hand, pin the, pin the finger on the butthole. He's <laughs> yeah. got a little Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. He's like a, a Steve Austin of proctologists. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I did notice something else. Oh, yay. Um, for the noticer. I thought this was fun. Uh, this, I believe, was in Philly Style Magazine. Read it all the time. Uh, when it comes to, a, when it came to decide on their last name, brides, Kristen Berger and Christy Kenayuki didn't know which one to go with. So there aren't any hard and fast traditions in same-sex marriages. Right. So... They did this really cool idea uh, on their big day, which was held at the Barnes at Johnson's Locust Hall Farm in New Jersey. Uh, their friends and family made the choice by voting. Oh, voted on the last name? Yeah, at the wedding. Do you? Isn't that a cool idea? I do think that's a cool idea. Do you, do you think there is a um, a movement to uh, blend the names? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Um, Burger Yuki. <laughs> Yeah, what are, what are the or, last names? Yuki Burger. It's yeah. Burger and Kenayuki. That's why I said Burger Yuki. Yeah, yeah. Um, Annabelle. <laughs> or, I mean, because honestly, between me and Annabelle. my wife, I, I would have, if I had to choose, I, she's got a better last name than I do. Jennings is a way better last name than 
my last name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is your last name? Uh, you know, it's a uh, boy. <laughs> Pause. Okay, like, I'm about to say my real last uh, name. It's Fossbender, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> People know that. Yeah. It's just People it's just easier to say uh, Foster. Yeah. Yeah. Preston, your real name is Kathy Romano. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then I got married and I couldn't make yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went with Preston. Or Preston. <laughs> How about Yuki Burger? Yuki Burger. Yuki Burger. No, Burger Burger Bur- Yuki. Burger Yuki. Yuki Burger sounds like something. <laughs> Yuki Washington yes. make at his restaurant. Oh, we should get a Yuki Have Burger. Have you tried my Yuki Burger? <laughs> Damn good. So one day Christy <laughs> said, "This is um, this is Kristen speaking." She said, "One day Christy looked at me and said, What if we let our guests vote?'" And that started the conversation. We brought the idea to our families first. Uh, to let them know that we weren't taking this lightly, but thought that it would be a fun way to choose, and everyone was on board. We decided the easiest way uh, to get it done would be when our guests showed up at the ceremony. They got a token, which they had to drop into a mason jar, which was labeled Burger or Kenayuki, and we gave people I Voted stickers like it was Election Day. Everybody thought that the person who had more invites would be the person who won, but it wasn't the case. She said, I have more family and friends on the list. But we found out that the name would be Kenayuki at the same time as everyone else, which was when we were announced into the reception for the first time. So they didn't know. Oh, wow. And the announcer knew and and made the declaration. There you go. And that's when they found out. That's fun. Was there ever an issue with um, Rochelle taking her last name? Sometimes it's an issue. The the hyphenate is is used. uh, You know, sometimes people will. Yeah. um, Or or for professional reasons. Kathy, you you keep your your, uh, maiden name for professional reasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, her real, uh, her married name is Lipschitz. Right. <laughs> and I didn't want to go with yeah, that. Yeah. It really is kind of a, you know, it's, it's an outdated, yeah. you know, concept or tradition or we whatever. It should be numbers. It. It's not necessarily needed any longer, but I understand sticking with tradition and so on. I would have gone with burger though. I don't know about you guys. I, just I, burger. Yeah. 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 It's just a, I think I it's know. just an easier, better sounding last name. I don't know. I, I never change, uh, like, my friends' names when they get married. They're still, like, my friends from college are still in here as their maiden name. And they've, you know, gone on to change their name years ago. But, and I, you know, still have them in here listed. Yeah, to since I, I don't really go on Facebook at all anymore. Yeah. so because it's horrible. A lot of the, the, the girls that I was friends with will forever be known as their maiden last yeah. name. To me. I don't even know they're married last yeah, name. It's right. it's weird the way we approach it. I was just noticing that every time I go back and I talk to, to Nick Murphy, I will always say, Nick Murphy, full name because of, of yeah. because of Nick. And I'm like, you're the only Nick in the room right now. So I could just say Nick and you would respond. But it's just, you know, we, ha- we have our things. Well, Steve, guess what my very own son has my name stored in his phone as? What? Nick McWhatthea. <laughs> no. Are you serious? Yeah, my son. <laughs> So how, did that, how did that wow. happen? I don't he know. took my lead? He looks up to you or something. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. me off. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 that's a fine young man you got there. <laughs> yeah, I talked about it. Uh, like, All right. Nick McWhat the F. Joke's over, buddy. I, I didn't want to spell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was Mick what the F. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good boy. Well, I thought that was a uh, unique idea and a fun way to yeah. uh, make a decision on, you know, especially since they couldn't. Uh, decide themselves what to go with. So, uh, hang on a second. Let me go to let me go to James. Hey, James. Good morning. Hi, James. Are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, what's up, buddy? So, my wife and me both have two unique last names, and I didn't think of this until after we got married, and she 
she rejected me right off the bat off this, but I, I suggested we should combine our last names. Her last name is Ham, and my last name is Sour. So I was t- thinking about taking the ER off of my last name and putting it on the end of her last name, making it Hammer. Okay. Interesting. Now, when you change a name like that and you create a new name, you I assume it's got to be a nightmare as you go through adapting legal documents and things that you've... Yeah, I wonder I mean, it, it's tough enough a lot of times when you get married. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, because it's e- it was easy enough to, cha- like, to change your last name, but... It's because you have a marriage license with that name right. on it. So if you change it completely, yeah, who knows? So, James, were you serious about it when you approached her with it? I was, but let's just say she put the nail in the coffin on that case. Yep. <laughs> I would have right. gone with Sourham. I'm Mrs. Janice Pudsniffer. <laughs> <laughs> Sourham. Casey Hamass. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mrs. Hamass. <laughs> Your husband is working on a cake that looks like a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what else I noticed. More from the noticer. Once I, he gets started, I, he just can't stop. I have two stories that involve whiskey. He's got two stories, and they both involve whiskey. Whiskey. Uh, a man whose father gave him 18-year-old whiskey every year for his birthday is selling the collection to buy a house. Matthew Robson was born in 1992, and over the course of his life, his father Pete had spent about $8,000 on 28 bottles of Macallan Single Malt. It's a very good scotch. All right. Uh, the collection is now worth more than $60,000. Jesus. So when you buy it brand new, all right, what does it go for? Uh, a bottle of Macallan 18-year? That's a good question uh, because I've never even priced it. I don't like scotch. Okay. I do have a bottle of the 12-year uh, that I have at home that I bought. In, it's a small bottle in case I ever have, you know, a Scotch guy over. Somebody right, right. Who's, who's really into it? Then I'm like, all right. What do you got to drink? Yeah, not it's no, pre- not a Scotch. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's pretty pricey, uh, Steve. At uh, a total wine, it goes for about 160 bucks. Okay. All right. So over the course of the years, I guess obviously it's at ages it becomes more desirable. Wait, yeah. was that McAllen? No, I'm sorry. That's an 18 that's... year. That's Oban. Sorry, yeah, Oban. Check out McAllen. Yeah. And, uh, I'd say it's probably in that range. That's that that's here. a guess, but I'm not 100 sure. Oh wow, 350 bucks. But boing. <laughs> What's okay. sherry oak mean? 18 year sherry oak. Uh, well, it's a type of wood uh, um, barrel. Barrel that oh, it's okay. in. Yeah. Uh, and maybe the the sherry means that that uh, they had made sherry in that bottle or in that yep. barrel before. I'm, I'm sure not 100 percent right. sure. All right. So anyhow, uh, but yes, the 28 year old son probably wasn't the best gift for a young boy, but with strict instructions never to open them. Don't drink it. It had become a nest egg every year. He said it would receive it as a birthday present. He said I thought that it was quite quirky. Uh, as I was slightly too young to start drinking, said, so, but I was under strict instru- strict instructions never, never to open them. And I tried my hardest and succeeded, and they're all intact. His father, Pete, who is from uh, Milnathorpe, Scotland, uh, said that his first bottle of 1974 whiskey was bought to wet the baby's head. God, I'll never forget it, making the baby's head all wet. It was wonderful seeing a real one as a the licking all over his head and he cried. He said, and I'll never forget it. I just stand up thinking about the wee wet baby covered in alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. By the way, I got a I got an email from a Scottish listener. I'll read that in just a second. 
Uh, but he said, I thought it would be interesting if I bought one a year, and he'd end up with 18 bottles of 18-year-old whiskey. And with any luck in 18 years, he'd be a raging alcohol. On his 18th birthday. So it was a nice collector for him because it's going to it's gonna pay off quite a bit. Did you say we have to wrap up, Casey? Yeah, what? I think I read the email. Why? Let, let, me, let me read this email real quick. Um, because we had mentioned last week, or I did, that um, a Scottish uh, accent on a woman is probably my favorite. It's, it's wonderful. I, I find yeah. it to be very, very sexy. Uh, and I got this email from uh, Robert Lowry. He said, hey, as a longtime listener, I was thrilled to hear you mention during your show how much uh, you like Scottish accents. As a native Scot, working as a veterinarian in the Philly area, my accent is frequently a topic of conversation for clients, as you can imagine. My pronunciation of certain words often leads to ridicule. So I was thrilled to hear Kathy mention how it frustrates her when people mispronounce Edinburgh as Edinburgh. <laughs> I graduated from the Royal Dick Vet College in Edinburgh. so it's I'm a, a dick man. It's a pet peeve of mine, too. Uh, but he said, I listen to the show every uh, morning on my way to work, and it's great to hear James McAvoy. Heard to hear him last week. It was nice to hear a familiar accent on the radio. He said, we play your show in our office every day, and it cracks me up when Dr. Mike calls in and chimes in on medical topics. I'm always half tempted to get involved when it's an animal related, but I'm driving during the show, so it's difficult. Uh, thanks for all the work you do, and to make my journey from work fly by, you're all amazing, and you deserve all the credit, praise, and recognition that you frequently receive, and that is from Rob. By the way, he wants to do a contest sometimes, sometime for him to come in and read Scottish phrases and in the native accent and see if people can decipher what the hell he's I saying. I love it. I do, too. I love that accent. It was great having McAvoy on, too, to hear the authentic. All right. And of course, then- I always do way overdone versions. Uh, what is this you have highlighted, Nick? I didn't know this about uh, one of your uh, heroes, Neil Peart, but his favorite drink was the McAllen that you were correct. To. Ah. Yeah, he mentions it quite a bit in his uh, in his books, and uh, yeah, so he he would always have a bottle in his uh, motorcycle when he was traveling across. He country. referred to it, Steve, as a, a wee measure of McAllen. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You could put on a little baby's head. <laughs> All right, uh, Casey says we got to wrap up. There was another whiskey story, but I'll save it for another time. Ooh, right. Okay. Uh, that's all that I noticed, or that's all I have time to notice. I noticed other things. Notices. You can't notice everything at once. You got to save some for more noticing. But cut off, man. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Don't forget, Tattoosday, text the word tattoo to 39333. You just might win a Preston Steve tattoo. I'll tell you more about it when we return. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Mo Lauda and the Humble. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Mo Lauda and the Humble. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Any notable left turns? Uh, for you guys in the A to Z yet? I have two and specifically that I noticed over trying to the last think. couple of days. Well, there's the one that gets <clears throat> pointed out every year, but it, it's still jarring when you hear it, which is uh, boat drinks into bodies. Um, so we go from Buffett into Drowning Pool, and uh, <laughs> it's back-to-back, but uh, I like both songs. And and so it's it's funny because, Steve, like, you'll hear these things and – um, you you remember that you like that for this reason or that you know yeah it, yeah it brings back memories or whatever. There aren't a lot of stinkers in the lot, you know. It's no. all these songs that I like, but just for a variety of reasons. I forgot what we were singing. Rochelle and I were in the car. We were driving and we were singing along to a song, 
And then the next one came on. I wish I remember what was before, but the the second one was uh, "I've Got You Under My Skin" from Frank Sinatra. Yes, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's the <laughs> A to Z. That's right. And then this morning, I heard Ray Coob uh, playing "Mac the Knife." Yes, uh, which was really cool. Saturday morning, uh, <clears throat> there was actually uh, there was a lot of Pearl Jam. I forget what what letter we were on, but um, and uh, there was some some stuff I had not heard in a while. It was great. Yeah, we love putting this thing on. It's one of our absolute favorite favorite times of the year as far as uh, music programming goes. Uh, thank you, real quickly, to Deason Watson, uh, oh. famous for their two foot long hoagie. It's no wonder that uh, Corolla's at Family Restaurant. Uh, sells out of their hoagies and rolls daily, like the old Corollas, uh, featuring Deets and Watson, peppered ham, cooked salami, uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> if you need a tray of their meat and cheese masterpieces fast, they got mm. you. So thank you to Deets and Watson. Oh, yeah. It's my regular Saturday night <laughs> thing. Um, we're going to do the Bizarre File, and here it comes. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Sequoia Outback. Uh, experience. <laughs> Perfect time for enjoying dinner on the patio or drinks uh, on the deck. Perfect time is fall. You can get your yard ready with the end-of-season showroom clearance sale at Sequoia Outback Route 309 in Hatfield or decksupplies.com. So this story is out of California. Uh, oh, I already mentioned this. This is uh, the gender reveal party. Oh, yeah. the Tell us it again. Yeah, say it again. Okay. Tell us again. Uh, Smoke-generating pyrotechnic device used during a gender reveal party sparked the El Dorado fire burning near uh, Ucapa, which has charred more than 7,000 acres. Yes. How uh, wonderful. Fire was caused by the smoke-generating uh, py- pyrotechnic device. Uh, it, had, it had to be the tannite, right? Uh, tannerite? I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, it was uh, used in the El Dorado Ranch Park. The fire spread from the park to... Uh, Ucapa at Ridge and the governor had declared a state of emergency on Sunday for San Bernardino County due to the fire. Four other counties in California were also under state of emergency due to wildfires amid extreme temperatures. A surgeon behind the wheel of a deadly crash complained that his very expensive watch had been damaged moments after his passenger died, it was claimed in court. My watch! Neurosurgeon Jonathan Nakla was allegedly drunk driving when Samantha Thomas died in the 138-mile-per-hour crash Jeez. in Mobile, Alabama. The court this week heard claims the 36-year-old doctor was more worried about his luxury supercar and timepiece than the young medical student. Uh, the hearing was told uh, that uh, Nakla and Thomas, who was his neighbor, had been drinking during the day by the pool at their apartment complex. Shortly after midnight, the pair decided to go and get ice cream, Within five minutes of leaving the apartment, the pair were involved in a deadly crash that reportedly caused his convertible to flip over and land in a ditch. Traveling at 138 miles an hour? Yeah. For ice cream? That's what I was wondering, too. After the accident, uh, Nakla unbuckled Thomas' seatbelt to try to treat her, only to realize she was already dead. Prosecutors allege the analysis of uh, his uh, Audi R8 Spider Supercar's computer recorded a top speed of 138 miles an hour. First responders testified at the hearing that... Nakla did not seem upset over Thomas's death. The court was reportedly told moments after emergency services arrived, he had heard to complain about his very expensive watch. Neurosurgeon also allegedly made a phone call while inside an ambulance at the scene, telling someone on the phone, I know, baby, you loved that car. Oh, uh, the God. claims were made by at a preliminary hearing to decide whether he should be indicted on a manslaughter charge or not. 
Memphis police arrested a man accused of calling 911 dozens of times Wednesday on one occasion offering appetizers to the police dispatcher. Just looking out for the police dispatchers. Uh, documents say Hugh Nguyen. How do you say that last name, Casey? Win. Win. Mm-hmm. All right. Hugh Win has you called, called uh, 911 approximately 1,171 times since July 15th of this year. How about pot stickers? Without an emer- having an emergency. Uh, Wynn called the department's emergency line 241 times on September 1st alone hmm. and 32 times on September 2nd. During one of the calls, police asked dispatchers if they wanted to buy egg rolls and then hung up. How... <laughs> Hi. How does he not get arrested prior to this? Want to buy egg rolls? Yeah. Click. <laughs> uh, police found him in a Memphis shopping center and took him into custody. What did they do? Police searching for a man, they say, caught fire after he tried to set another man's car ablaze at a North Carolina convenience store. The arson suspect, who has been nicknamed Smokey, was apparently upset that he didn't get the help of it that he wanted from a driver, so he set the man's car on fire. Police <clears> said <throat> Michael Bumpers... Seems stable. ...asked a customer to Circle K store if they had a carjack. Customer said no. Bumpers wasn't happy with that answer. So he proceeded to pour an accelerant on the car and set it on fire. I'm going <laughs> to burn this guy's car up. The detective said there was no altercation. All the victim stated to the suspect was that he didn't have a carjack. It's unknown why the suspect committed the act that he did. Is the guy allowed to not have a carjack? Several people who frequent the convenience store said to be uh, that they'd be on alert until Bumpers, who police say is a regular in the area, is caught. Well, that's Bumpers for you. Uh, the <laughs> arson happened in July, but they're still looking for Bumpers. They haven't found him. I'm sure he lives in the woods. If you know where he is, you need to call Crime Stoppers. Bumpers, turn yourself in. And then one last story. Uh, Georgia Deputy Sheriff learned a lesson about what happens when you don't shut your patrol car door. After serving civil papers at a home, she returned to the vehicle to find a goat (laughs) munching on a stack of paperwork in her front seat. (laughs) Sheriff's Office posted the video on its official Facebook page. Uh, The deputy is saying on the video, get out, come on, go, get out. Stop being that necessary paperwork. Swatting at the critter who wasn't interested in moving. Uh, The deputy ran back and forth from one side of the patrol car to the other, trying to get the goat to move and stop eating her large stack of paperwork. What do you want to bet it was Bumper's goat? Uh, She implored implored the goat, get out, get out, growing more exasperated. Uh, But she, she was still laughing at herself at the same time. In the end, the deputy got their goat and saved most of the paperwork. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll try out the lesson question on you, see if you've been paying attention to this morning's program. And reminding you that you can uh, win a free tattoo, a Preston and Steve tattoo, as it is Tattoo Say, Just text the word tattoo to 39333. Could get yourself a $350 gift certificate for floating, world tattoo, and piercing on South Street. So good luck to you. We'll be back in just a moment. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have ourselves a Tuesday morning, and we have uh, spent most of our show today with you, so hopefully you've been paying attention. And you can answer a question about something that took place on this program earlier this morning. And we're going to give away for the correct answer. 
a $50 Rita's gift card. And the question I have for you, I'm going to reword this a little bit, Nick. All right. <clears throat> Every now and then, Casey craves a coffee and what kind of cigarette? 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Every now and then, Casey craves a coffee and what kind of cigarette? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. While you're doing that, we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let us receive our stories. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Stranger Things star Maya Hawk telling NPR that having dyslexia has been a blessing in disguise. Hawk says that she'd been waiting to get the message out in a thoughtful way and figured there'd be no better platform than RPN. Oh my YouTube God. star and performance artist Tana Mangeau, who I wasn't familiar with, she's apologized for past apology videos in an apology video she just posted on YouTube. In the lengthy video, Tana attempts to clarify her message, but eventually collapses in on herself, becoming a black hole. Hey! And finally, Carol Baskin claiming she's preparing for Dancing with the Stars by teaching herself ballroom basics using YouTube videos. Said Baskin, quote, there is a YouTube video teaching everything from the most difficult dance to disposing of a butt. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see if we get an answer to this one today. Every now and then, Casey craves coffee and what kind of cigarette? 215-263-WMMR. It's Andy who gets first crack at it. Yo, Andy, how you doing, man? The string I shake a tie around your penis. <laughs> He's doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Andy. That was one of my favorite Daily Rush videos, by the way. Well done, Andy. All right, do me a favor. Tell me now, every now and then, Casey craves a coffee and what? A Capri. Capri oh. is correct, yes. What a pairing. Hang on a second, Andy. We'll get your information. And we're going to give you a $50 Rita's gift card. Summer is still on full four. It's still in. On in full force at Rita's. Yeah, it is. You can go to Rita's for your favorite delicious frozen treats. It's the summer of yum at Rita's. Sorry, I was sidetracked. I was thinking about the, uh, it was Caitlyn Jenner trying to figure out how to use a tampon. How do you use this? Yeah. You try to string around your penis. Yeah. And then you wrap the pillow around it. That's. A little okay. baby pillow. I think that's how she figured it out. All right. Um, it works. We're going to do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3. WMMR. Yeah! All right, let's start with Hailstorm. Lizzie Hale has been using her downtime during the pandemic to write new music for the band's upcoming album. While she's always written from an honest place, she says that she's inspired by the current times to take it one step further. Saying, with this pandemic in the future kind of being unknown, at least for me, uh, the way I'm feeling is that I'm living in the now. And I'm like, hey, if this is going to be the last song that I ever write right now, I'm going to finish it, and I'm going to enjoy every bit of it. I'm not going to settle. I'm not writing for radio, whatever the fans want to hear, or what I think our label wants to hear, our management, whatever it is. I'm writing from, from an element of my truth, and I've always done that, but I think just peeling back another layer of that onion. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, Hale also said that uh, not having a deadline or specific task at hand has given her freedom to explore. She said, I'm taking more risks now because I have the space and the time and I've settled into something. And now I'm not even quite sure what that is. Uh, and I feel like it's going to reveal itself maybe later. But right now I'm in it and it's exciting. Sounds exciting. Their last album, Vicious, was released in 2018, by the way. Uh, the 2019 tribute concert to Chris Cornell was uncomfortable for remaining Soundgarden members Kim Thale, drummer Matt Cameron, and bassist Ben Shepard. Thale 
had uh, said that while they were glad they did the tribute at the I Am The Highway concert in Los Angeles, he said it was sort of a cluster F. He said it was picking at an open wound emotionally, and nobody was that thrilled to do it. We were thrilled to play the songs for our audience and to play with each other on stage. The takeaway was the band being together with our family, crew, and friends. To see that family together again was love. Everyone was happy and teary-eyed. It was the Soundgarden family together doing what Soundgarden does and honoring and missing our beloved departed member. That was important. But he said the rest of it, the celebrity nature, promotion, and focus was bull-ass. Huh. And we knew it was bull-ass going into it. Uh, we did it for each other to support Chris's legacy. There was uh, something awkward and unintimate about it. It's hard for me to wrap my head around it, but I'm glad that we did it for our friends and family. I, 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 I know can that, see that. Yeah, he was upset also that they picked Gallagher to be the MC of the evening. No, well, that the sledgematic yeah, thing—it's yeah. it's, it's inappropriate. Nah, I could see that. Um, yeah, I could see that being weird. I remember the Grammys when Glenn Fry died and the other members of the Eagles played. Yeah, you're like, hmm? it wasn't good. No, they didn't want to do it. They didn't no. want to be doing it, and and I understand why. You know, because it's too painful. It is. You know, so. Your your comrade in arms has fallen, and you don't uh, don't particularly feel like going there. Yeah, usually playing is a is a joyous thing. Uh, during his new documentary, The Nine Lines of Ozzy Osbourne, Ozzy's uh, Ozzy and his wife Sharon recalled the time he tried to kill her when he was on drugs. Is that the clip we have? <laughs> we have those clips. Yeah, he goes through it. Uh, Sharon explains. What happened, and then he responds. Okay. Uh, we'll play a little bit of that for you. Here we go. I had no idea who was sat across from me on the sofa, but it wasn't my husband. He goes to a stage where he gets this look in his eyes, and I just couldn't get through to him. And he just said, we've come to a decision that you've got to die. You know, he was calm, very, very calm, and then just suddenly he lunged across at me. And then he started to choke her. Yes, he did. Is what happened. No. Uh, and this is him. Uh, this is Ozzy responding to that. Just dived on me and started oh. to... I guess not. It's just, yeah, she explained. He got me down on the ground on top of me, and I was feeling for stuff on the table, and I felt the panic button, and I just pressed it. And um, next thing I know, the cops were there. Panic button? That's what I was wondering. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. In case Ozzy freaked out, or no? Well, they say the first alert. Hey, help! I've fallen, and Ozzy Osbourne's in the room, <laughs> and he's on drugs. And this is Ozzy, Ozzy talking about when he uh, woke up in jail. Yeah. All I remember was waking up in Amsterdam jail, and I, and I asked the cop, "Why am I here?" He says, "You want you want me to read your charge?" So he read. John Michael had been arrested for attempted murder of, his, of Sharon Osbourne. I'm like, is this a joke? He says, I'm not joking. He says, you're, you're, you're going to court in a minute. That hit me like, it was like a, a, a hammer between the eyes. It's crazy. Uh, he was sentenced to six months in medical detention for that. Help, he... I've fallen and I can't get up and Ozzy Osbourne's trying to kill me. <laughs> Did he go for the six months? I, I don't think so. Uh, sentenced to it. It doesn't say if he did it or not. And uh, it's amazing that that woman stayed married. All right. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's something new that comes out all the time. All the time. But they, you know what? They both have lived tumultuous lives. Yeah, that so. story. That's a known story that oh, was already okay. out there. Oh. But but this is them just speaking, talking about it. Okay. Uh, frankly, about it. So. The fact that he loves marionettes that comes out in this special. 
Ozzy, by the way, says he will not do another Black Sabbath show. He said, uh, not for me, it's done. So huh. That will not happen. Uh, in an interview with Rolling Stone, Mick Jagger talked about recording with the Stones again. He said, I don't know when we're going to get together at the moment. We don't know when we're going to get together and record. It's uh, got to be in safe circumstances and all that stuff. Uh, he's currently isolated in the English countryside. I'm in quarantine. And said that uh, this gives him time to finish what they've already recorded. He described it as a pretty varied, a bit of all kinds of different kinds of music in there, he said. Now I make cakes that look like other things. He also said that he and uh, Jimmy Page can't agree on where the Stones' new track Scarlet was recorded. Page remembers it being at Ronnie Wood's basement studio, and Jagger thought that it was at the Olympic studio in London. Uh-oh. Uh, the previously unreleased track, which is featured on the band's new expanded edition of their Goat's Head Soup album, was released last month. Uh, Motley Cruz, Tommy Lee, has praised the actors. This is a little late. Who played him and his bandmates in the biopic The Dirt. Like 11 months ago. Uh, saying that they really nailed each guy so well. I was so impressed I waited almost a year to compliment them. He went on to say, I remember sitting there watching it with Nikki while filming in New Orleans, watching the band rehearse. It was so bizarre just to sit there and basically watch yourself rehearse. Uh, we just looked at each other like, God, this is effing weird. And then, <laughs> of course, there's just endless moments of, whoa, this is bizarre. Everybody did such a great job exactly nailing each guy really well. It is a good movie. Machine Gun Kelly played Tommy Lee. Uh, Daniel Weber was uh, Vince Neal. Douglas Booth was Nikki Six. And uh, Ewan Rowan from Game of Thrones uh, was Mick Mars. Uh, the Dirt premiered last year and is based on the book of the same name, by the way. I got to say that Machine Gun Kelly was, was good in that role. Yeah. And he can certainly act. Yep, he was great. And then one last thing, former Kiss guitarist Ace Frehley has released a cover of the Beatles' 1965 classic, I'm Down. And guess what? It stinks. Uh, <laughs> Gene. I'm sorry. I call them as I seize them. There's no mention of chickens in there, so maybe that's... Well, that wasn't the impetus. Mm. It just flat out stinks. Oh, okay. His version of the largely is largely faithful to the original, although he added a brief moment of swearing into the lyrics. Mm. The only thing missing is the Beatles. Uh, you'll find it on his upcoming collection of cover songs called Origins Volume 2. And it features uh, Robin Zander of Cheap Trick, Bruce Kulick, John Five, and Lita Ford. They're all good. A few of the other songs covered were uh, Zeppelin's Good Times, Bad Times, uh, Jumper Jack Flash by the Stones, Lola by the Kinks, Space Trucking by Deep Purple, and others. Uh, I wonder if they've... Um... Uh, maybe they've all sort of come to terms. I mean, you know. Mended ways? Uh, yeah. A little bit? Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think they have. A little bit. Except, I'm sorry. I spoke out of tune. It doesn't stink. Except, it's just not good. Except for Peter. I think that uh, I think that Gene holds a lot of angst or angst. anger against Peter. Yeah. Chris, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, think, I think he does. Think so. yeah. All right. That's what I got for you. That's all I have. What do you want from me? That's it. <laughs> That's all you, you get. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yes. You get nothing. Good day, sir. Good day. All right. Busy lifting drinks. Yeah. You get. You don't have to clean the whole thing. All right. With that, we're going to take one more break, and we're going to come back in a second. Let's we'll do it. Letter of the day of the word of the week. Nothing's over. Yeah. Nothing's over. Uh, Another the, break left. Letter of the day, word of the week, prizes, stuff like that. When we come back, stay with us. Hey gang, it's safe to say we've never seen anything quite like 2020. Challenging, uncertain, unprecedented. Go ahead, pick an adjective, any adjective. We'll wait. 
We've been through a lot, probably with more to come, but we've stuck together like Philly always does. It's pretty easy to feel helpless, but there are a few things we can do. Like social distancing, avoiding large crowds, and wearing a mask when you're out in public. It might seem like a pain, but it's nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. So let's do the things we can do while we have to, and we'll get this great city and great country back to normal. A message from your friends at 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. That ain't no woman. It's a man, man. We're in the man's. Yeah. 93.3 WMMR, Genesis, Man on the Corner. Told you you'd love that song. That's a great song, yeah. Great tune. I haven't heard that in a long time. That's part of what makes the back school A to Z so awesome in our minds and hopefully yours as well. We have two more man songs that are coming up before we're out of them. So we won't be a part of that because we're wrapping up our show. But uh, along shortly. And I believe Pierre is out, correct? No, no he's here. He's, he's in here. here. Yeah, he's in there. Oh, we were wrong about that. Out next week. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, 1035, as we're wrapping up our program, I want to thank our one and only guest who is on the show today, uh, Rocco Galelli. Hey! hey. Rocco owns a, uh, a drive-in theater. I don't have the name of it on here. I've forgotten the name of it. I apologize. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Rhythm and Reels. Yeah. Rhythm and Reels. In uh, New Jersey's newest outdoor drive-in movie and event venue. Sort of a pop-up that yeah. he's making more permanent. It's not a uh, projection screen. Right. It's, it's an LCD screen. Yeah. And uh, he's having an Eagle sailgate. And he's like, you better get tickets now because they're pretty much gone. But there might be a few here and there. I mean, it took... I, listen, he got... I found out about this going on on TMZ. It made national press because it's it's a cool idea. Yeah. I also want to thank uh, our friends from uh, Deets and Watson and uh, Corolla's Family Restaurant and Carmen's Deli for dropping off food this morning. and get takeout order today. Local Real Philly Deli and support local businesses. Deets and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. So we appreciate... Uh, those guys uh, coming in. It's Del Buono's. Del Bu- How do you say that, Casey? Buono. Buono. Del yeah. Buono's Bakery and Carmen's Deli, which is one spot. And then you have uh, Corolla's uh, Family Restaurant and Pizzeria. So thank you, guys. We appreciate that. All right. So Pierre Robert is indeed in the studio. Good to see you, sir. And to you, do you I an- say adieu. Hey, you you <laughs> say adieu? Or good day. Yeah. Do you have a nice day? Adieu at the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you may as well reverse things. All right. Sure. Someone once said, why don't you do the A to Z in reverse? That would so screw me up. Yeah. Uh, because it's so confusing. I mean, the alphabet's hard enough as it is, uh, but going backwards. <laughs> we do start them at different times, though, so that you're not hearing the same chunk of stuff all the time. That's true. So where have you guys been? Uh, you were obviously in the M's, but you're um, man, man on the corner. The where did you start? Did you start at Mama with Genesis? We started, in, oh, with no, no. First song Earlier of the day. This morning, yeah. The very first song was right after uh, Triumph Magic Power. So whatever Major came Tom. after that. Major, Major Tom, Tom from coming Peter Schilling. Peter Schilling. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, you've had fun. Mama, Mama. I'm, you had Mama from Genesis. Mama, I'm coming home from Ozzy. Mama Ken from Aerosmith. Mama, we're all crazy now. Quiet Riot. Man in a Suitcase. Man in the Box from Allison Chains and Genesis. 
Man on the Moon from R.E.M., Man on the Silver Mountain from Rainbow. Wait, we haven't done those yet. Oh. Those are coming up. We just played Man on the Corner. That was our last one. We played Man on the Corner, and that's where you are now. That's where we are right now. But what's coming up next, Pierre? Well, as fate would have it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we only play eight songs during the entire show, if we're lucky. That's cool. I mean, you were off on Friday... So the A to Z is actually running a little ahead because you weren't on on Friday. Usually right. you guys are on for, you're only off for one of the days. We right. muck it up. Uh, well, we do. We year, slow it down. Yeah, we took an extra day this year. No, and well you deserve. And so, therefore, it's it's sped it up a little bit because instead Barama. of playing eight songs, probably 20 were played that right. morning or maybe more. Yeah. Right, Friday morning, yeah. yeah. What uh, folks don't realize is that... Uh, no, none of us took vacation time for the first half of the year yep. because of COVID. We, um, well, first of all, we didn't have a place to go. But secondly of all, we felt it was, all of us felt, actually, first of all, all of us felt it was more important to be here during that time. So nobody took vacation. So mm-hmm. uh, we've all accumulated various vacation time. Had we known it would have dragged out this long, would have taken spring vacation <laughs> probably. So, yeah. But at the time we were like, I don't, you know. This may last a few months, so let's just uh, let's hold on vacation. We'll take it later on when we can do something. Right. Well, and it, but it was, I think, also important for us to be here, all of us. That long. was the mindset, and, and also um, the fact that so at the beginning, everyone didn't know what was going on. We felt there was a certain comfort, and perhaps, hopefully, people seemed to respond well. Right. And now that everyone has realized that they hate it all, <laughs> and but at least they know where they're going, uh, it's all, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit more uh, palatable. Someone sent me um, uh, this, a friend of mine sent me this um, ad for NyQuil, but it's called uh, Year Quill. <laughs> And um, <laughs> you take these pills and you sleep through the rest oh, of the year. Oh, my God, I want that. By the, by the makers of NyQuil, YearQuil. YearQuil. Uh, you just take two tablets and you'll sleep the rest of the year, and then you'll wake up and it'll be a new year. There was a meme that, uh, that was asking the question, what, what, what drink best um, encapsulates 2020? And my answer was liquid S. <laughs> Because I don't think there's much more that you can do with this year. Yeah. There, there is oh, year quill. Cool. Here's yeah, the thing you're talking is. about up on the screen. End 2020 fast. Yeah, end 2020 <laughs> fast. Uh, sleep through the entire year. Uh, just two tablets will do it. Little... You, do, you do envy those in medical comas, don't you? Or well, you? there are times. <laughs> yeah. This might be one of them. Anyway. But but one of the things that makes it better is this A to Z, which, is, which everybody looks forward to. And we have a lot of fun with, and um, yeah, so enjoy. You got it. the video I sent you, right? I did. Thank you. Yeah. Preston sent me a video Friday afternoon of him and the family around the table, around the picnic table outside, and uh, they were all listening to the A to Z, and all the kids said hello. I, I, I wrote you back a quick thing. That's right. Um, That's and right. the kids, they said, say hello to Pierre, everyone, and they all said hello. I was and honored. At the time, we were listening, and I don't know if you had gotten the video first or. And then you were busting my balls on the air, or if that came later on because you had played Grateful Dead, and you were going on and on about how it was my favorite band and all this stuff. And my <laughs> no, kids are looking at me going, what's this all about? I'm like, he's busting my balls. It's, you know, I don't like the dead. <laughs> well, as I didn't with, know if you had gotten the video first. No, I think the, the, your video came after, actually. Oh, so, that's funny. I had sent it already. You yeah. just hadn't looked. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's that's, that must be it. Okay, I didn't see it uh, <laughs> until afterwards, but... Um, <sighs> This is interesting because I do have Margaritaville coming up. Oh, uh, I actually, Margaritaville is one of my favorite, all-time favorite songs in general. Wow. It's just the rest of his catalog I find to be a waste of time. (laughs) But I love that song. I've often said if there was a song 
that I could, quote, live in, live my life in, it would probably be Margaritaville. Wow. It's an outstanding song. Well, there you go. Get your grass skirt ready, honey. All right, man. <laughs> All right. You, you got your letter ready? Yes. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter H, as in homeschooled edition. All right, and that's what we're doing. And we have a Pizique round barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block to give away. Landis Block, start imagining your own backyard paradise by looking at the photo gallery online at landisbc.com. So we'll give that away. On Friday, only four letters you have to keep track of uh, today. Um, Yay to Z, the focus of today, obviously. Anything else going on, or do you want to hit that a little bit? No, well, uh, we're just going to have a lot of fun uh, continuing where uh, wherever you left off, which was Man <laughs> on the Corner. <laughs> I lost, I lost my point. Yes. yes. So we've got some Mans, we've got some Mannix, we've got the Margaritaville, we've got some Marys, some Maybes, some Meadows, some Ment, some Memos, some Mercedes, some Messages, some Mexican, some <laughs> Middle, some midnights, and et cetera, et cetera. Memos? Memos. Okay. I'm not saying any more. All right, I'm not going to say that. That's what I, I like trying to work out what it will be just by a little clue and figuring it out on my own. I do dig lonely that. Lonely memo on the corner. Right. Yes, it's a lonely memo on the corner. <laughs> well, <laughs> All right, well, let me thank our sponsors. Preston Steve Show brought to you today by Dunkin', official coffee of the Preston Steve Show. Also, Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors. And uh, by Sequoia Outback. Experience the ultimate indoor living. DeckSupplies.com. Oh, our winner of Tattoos Day, Kevin Ballack of Upland, Pennsylvania, is going to get a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And don't forget, they are located at 1729 South Street in Philly. For artwork samples, you can visit FloatingWorldTattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Tomorrow on our program, a Wednesday, secret text word, Fox Good Day, and our good friend Glenn Howerton. Yes. From Always Sunny and AP Bio will be joining us tomorrow, which is awesome. Excellent. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing, dang. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Hey, when there's a street light out, you treat it like a four-way stop. You're going to kill somebody. Take your time. Slow down. Next message. Hey, it's you bitches! Love you guys. Talk to you later. Next message. Whack him, play the Lord, play with two men. Whack him, play the Lord, play with two men. Whack him, play the Lord, play with two men. Come down to my f-ing house, which is your mom's house, and get your whack him, play the Lord, play with two men today, folks. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484 434 1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell him for less. <laughs>